Hey there guys and gals, it's your old pal Paul. It's contest time here at GeekPod. Want to win a four pack of free Five Wits tickets? Of course you do. All you have to do is go to iTunes and leave a five star review on the GeekPod page. Not only will we read it on the air, but we will pick the best one and reward them with free Five Wits tickets. And now, back to a brand new GeekPod podcast. My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. Welcome to this week's edition of GeekPod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. And I'm Corbs. Gentlemen, we're going to start it off like we normally do, now that we're back in quote-unquote studio. What's got you geeked? (laughs) All right, well, what's got me geeked, you guys might laugh at me, but uh, I am super happy. There's a lot of TV stuff going on this week. The upfronts for the networks were all this week, so we know what's coming back, what's not. Uh, There's a couple things to talk about there later, but what really has me excited is the Muppet Show is coming back. Have you watched the trailer? I have not. I have not either. Before we leave, I will make you watch the trailer. Uh, I'm I, okay with that. I, I was so happy because I did not really get to watch The Muppet Show growing up. Because it was uh, back then it was on 7.30 at night on ABC, right before primetime. And that was back when WCNY had Doctor Who in half-hour segments at 7.30 Monday through Friday. So I pretty much missed the Muppet Show, except for, you know, an odd episode here and there. I think I caught the one that had Mark Hamill in it because I was all excited about Star Wars. Um, But this new show, uh, first of all, it's, uh, as they explained in the trailer, uh, it's taking like almost like a docudrama reality type thing. Uh, They're going to use uh, the, you know hand cam style they're going to be following the muppets around it's like their personal life behind the scenes of their i guess new variety show uh first of all they refer to it as an adult muppet show and by adult i don't think that they uh, mean you know dirty the kids could still watch it but it's really aimed at us not them uh it's just the humor is spot on it's the same if you remember the old Muppet show the some of the humor was really always directed at the adults they were one of those shows that was really good at keeping the adults entertained while keeping the kids uh, engaged with the content as well uh, I think this is going to be fantastic I just really hope that ABC doesn't screw it up somehow or <laughs> move it all over the place because it, it really just watching it because they're they're not even saying it's not a reboot you know at one point Gonzo says to, to Piggy because she doesn't remember him hey we made six movies together and three TV shows I mean this is like them now it's like they have all their history and all of a sudden you know abc because even says abc wants us to do a new show so it's it's really based as if the muppets exist in our reality right now which is interesting it's pretty cool uh it looks like it's going to be a hoop uh super excited about that um almost almost takes the edge off some of the other news we'll talk about later corbs uh what's got me geeked is uh my son's first t-ball game outstanding yeah uh, dude, stop giving me hand signals. I got one for you. 
do that or I can just cut your mic, which is it? <laughs> All right. No, my uh, my son's first T-ball game. So, you know, the first time he played any organized uh, baseball. So, I mean, he got to play pitcher, a little bit of shortstop for T-ball. I mean, it's it's T-ball. Ball only goes about 30 yards at the most. I mean, and every kid runs at the ball, so... But he had a he had a good time, and uh, we talked. We were talking today, and he really enjoyed it. So I think he, this might be the one sport that he plays more, plays a little bit more, which is going to make Dad happy because you know Dad's a baseball freak. That's right. Now, is it his team you're coaching? No, no, and, and actually, it worked out that I'm not actually coaching. Uh, I am helping the coach, the the guy who's actually running the team. So I'm actually the assistant coach, but. No, I get to be out there with them. Uh, I get to be in the field with the kids and teach them how to, you know, field the ball and throw and and hit. So, it's it, for me, it's it, it's going back to basics, and it's going to be trying at times because we got a couple of kids that kind of like to uh, play with the dirt more than anything else. But they're also anywhere from three to to seven. Makes you have a kid who's eight, but he's also never played either. So, you know, Bryce and him are the I think the two oldest. There's a couple other seven-year-olds that are in the league but like i said they're everybody there has really never played before so nice kind of even footing to begin with yeah i mean bryce has to bowl a little bit harder only because him and i have been practicing a little bit more um so he had his first hit was like a four like a three hopper past the shortstop so all the kids were like oh what the hell was that <laughs> why is it out here <laughs> <laughs> so you know and, and it's, i mean it's t-ball they don't keep score or anything like that which you know i know some people will say that's just wrong I guess, but you know, as you grow, as you get as you get farther into the sports, they start doing that stuff. But everybody gets a trophy and all that stuff. So it's he hits, runs the first, and next kid gets up, hits, they run the second. And it's like station to station. If they so. don't keep score, how do you tell whose kids are better? You don't. The kid that's still there, fifteen minutes later, trying to swing and hit it off the tee, <laughs> not so good. Yeah, he's not so good. So. <laughs> You know, I, I the first uh, the first time we hit, I was the guy putting the, the, the ball on the tee for the kids, so I was able to you know help them with their grip and the swing, and you know tell them to keep their eye on the ball and not try to kill it and all that stuff. So, you know, it, it was fun. It was also nine thousand degrees that day. It was last Saturday. Oh, so one of the three mm. days of summer we had. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, so it was a little warm and stuff like that, but you know it was a good time. So that's 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 my uh, what's got me geeked. So we don't play again for two weeks. Don't don't ask. I don't know. So it's kind of like the polar opposite of real baseball. Yeah, right. Where they play every other day, type of thing, or every day, and then they got a day off. We play. We were supposed to play on Monday night, but got rained out, and then we don't play again until the twenty seventh. Nice. So we don't play again until after Memorial Day, and then we have like eight games in six weeks or something like that. So it'll be fun. It's over with the last week in June, and then after that, it's nice short little season. Yep. And he's he's doing golf too, so outstanding. So him and Dad get to play a little golf together, which would be nice. Yeah, tell him to be careful with the three iron. <laughs> you, you joke, <laughs> you joke, man. I play with that kid that you broke his three iron, and he, every every time, man, I wish I had a three iron. He still hasn't replaced the three <laughs> no. iron. No, actually, I take that back. He actually did replace it because his birthday was last week. So uh, to Justin, I know I don't know if he listens. He listens a little bit. So happy birthday to Justin! And his own birthday present to himself was he bought a brand new set of clubs. Nice, Dick. Tell him uh, I'll be around shortly to break the three iron. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell him that next weekend. We're supposed to play golf next Sunday. So <laughs> that's it for me. I'm gonna, gonna t- take a nap now. I'm so jealous. I have never played golf. We have to change that. We'll, we'll do a, a geek pod invitational. We could do that. I, I only want to do it if I can wear the, uh, the stupid pants. 
Do you paint Stewart pants? What other kind of pants do you own? Jean shorts. Well, uh, <laughs> you got you got you got you got jorts. You got some jorts on. You got. I, I didn't notice you got. I noticed you got the uh, the, the striped shorts on there. Yeah. The picnic table shorts. Yes. Those those will work. <laughs> so you saying I have ugly shorts on? Don't tell me. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna stand up and model it. Um. Yeah, there's a lot going on there, Captain America. <laughs> Doing my patriotic service. <laughs> okay, so what's got me geeked, and I've discussed it before. I'm going to see Kevin Smith tomorrow. I'm traveling down to Buffalo with uh, with uh, Corpse Jr. And uh, we're taking in an evening with Kevin Smith. I- I'm I'm actually going to shamelessly wear my GeekPod t-shirt down there. Yeah. Um, go in hand with one of the the best of the worst volume one CDs and see if I can't uh, hand it off to Mr. Kevin Smith and just wow shamelessly whore geek pie wow. to Kevin Smith. That, that's kind of what he does, right? He's open about it. He's very open about it, and he's very encouraging to anyone trying out podcasts. Now, did you say you were taking in an, an evening with Kevin Smith or taking it in an evening with <laughs> Kevin Smith? Because I'm not sure. Taking in. I'm not taking it in. Uh, that would most likely be Jack. We've, we've heard him talk about that numerous times. He's the one that wants physical contact with the man. You seriously, are you going to like tape his arms down? I'm hoping that we can put at least a seat between him and I. So, <laughs> you know, you're sitting on your lap. Well, you know, if the cops are involved, I mean, that's something he's never going to forget us. So, you know, if you right. do get that CD in his hand, he's like, you know, I got to listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I, I'm I'm quite excited about that. Uh, along with the prospect of maybe actually speaking to him. I know a lot of these are Q&A heavy, and if I can find my way onto the mic, um, I want to thank him for being... You're a bigger dude. I think you could find your way onto the mic. Just bitch slap people. A little neck punching. I'm thinking I probably wouldn't make it to the mic if I'm going through the crowd hitting other <laughs> patrons. Eh, you never know. Exactly. If you do get the CD in his hands, make sure you uh, hit him up on Twitter afterwards. Definitely. That is definitely a good plan. And also, any of our listeners who might want to hit him up on Twitter and say, hey, check out GeekPod. Absolutely. That would be awesome. Uh, Miss Laura, I'm looking at you because I know she's our recruiter out there. Seriously. She told me uh, the other day she was getting people from Florida. She actually came in the store this week, needed a charger. We've been talking a lot on Facebook. Um, Yeah, Maybe we should put her in charge of recruitment because she has so much zest for GeekPod. It's awesome. She does. I saw that on Facebook, too. I actually... Put on there, actually put a message on there. Not a big message, just said nice. I mean, but still. She can't complain. She can't, she can't complain. I'm not ever around there anymore, so. But she doesn't know who's saying it. When she gets a response, it's just from GeekPod. No, nice. But now she knows. <laughs> now you she knows. Her, so. Why did you have to tell him that? Because now he's going to put whatever he wants up there. And she's going to think it comes from me. But I know. <laughs> I see who writes what. <laughs> So if, so wait, if any of us respond to anybody, it just comes up as GeekPod, but you know who... We all can see it. Well, we are the, okay. This is compelling stuff that they're listening to right now, the, the, the <laughs> background into the, the GeekPod Facebook page. <laughs> Riveting. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Enough of that crap. Right. <laughs> all right. Then on to bigger and better subjects if you're done drooling over Kevin Smith. Not yet. He's not. No. Okay. Give me a minute. No, I'm just kidding. We can move on. <laughs> I do actually have one big dilemma with it. What do I take to get autographed? Because I'm banking on the fact that there's probably going to be a quick meet and greet because he's that kind of guy. Mallrats. Man, that's tough. 
My copy of Mallrats is actually already autographed. Uh, really? Yes, the wife bought it for me two Christmases ago. Well, good for her. She did something right. That's why she's still my wife for this year. Oh. <laughs> I, I know she doesn't listen to this then. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully she never does. I don't know. What else do you have? Do you think... Uh, uh, I was actually thinking his Daredevil number one. I still have my copy of that from '98 when he relaunched, uh, when Marvel relaunched Daredevil with him writing it and Joe Quesada on art. That would, I mean, is that a valuable book? To me, it is. I, mean, I don't in general. Now I think everything Daredevil is kind of valuable. So I'm just saying, I would think that Kevin Smith, you know, even if it wasn't a good story, just the fact that he wrote it would bring its value up. You get his autograph on that, and damn, definitely. I just got to see what kind of quality it's in because it's still my original from my college days. So it probably smells like bong water, but he'd be okay with that. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's okay with that. I may not get it back. He might be like, (laughs) (laughs) he may roll it up and smoke it. Taking this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So we didn't uh, hit everything we planned on discussing last week. Or I feel like we, we didn't. You know, two weeks we, ago? Two weeks. Was it two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two, yeah, weeks, two ago. weeks ago. Last week was Mother's Day. That's yeah. why we didn't record. Oh, I thought we didn't record because it was the week after we recorded. What's that? Um, <laughs> it was totally because of Mother's Day. Uh, you know, do you feel like we really discussed Age of Ultron? Because it, everything kind of went Still haven't right seen there. it. What? What? I've been busy. Playing T-ball. <laughs> You've been busy not keeping score. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that, that kind of uh, shoots that in the foot. Paul, would you like to talk about Age of Ultron? Do you have anything to say? Go for it. Don't bother me. My only thing, and now that I've let it sink in and, and, and absorbed it, my only knock with it, and I'm not even sure if I cover this on the, the Free Count Book Day episodes, a, the whole opening battle sequence with Hydra looked like a fucking cartoon. You know, I noticed when I first started watching that, it looked a little weird to me. But after about halfway through that sequence, maybe everything normalized. Um, I don't know if it... Or you become it, desensitized. Maybe, maybe. I, I did notice, though, that about halfway through that sequence now, I mean, not that Hulk ever looked bad, but I really bought Hulk as a real character this time around. Like my, I wasn't saying that's really good CGI. It was just the Hulk, uh, which I think is impressive. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, especially you know when when Captain America throws the motorcycle. Thank you. That's the one. That's the thing I point at every time. I mean, you know, it, first of all, I knew he was, he was strong. Uh, given previous movies, I did not think he was that strong because there's not just hey, there's a you know five six hundred pound motorcycle. There's also momentum and how does his arms not get ripped off? Uh, but yeah, that's just even if you were super strong, I don't think that's actually possible. I mean, I- unless you were able to, as you flip off the bike, suddenly make yourself weigh about two thousand pounds, so you can be like the center of gravity, and I just that that was weird. Wouldn't that more be the vision's trick? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. vision could probably do that. Uh, speaking of the vision, you know, I, I was surprised. Ultron is so powerful. Somehow he can rip up city streets and all that. Like we said, maybe it was Wi-Fi wires. Um, but it takes longer to upload him into vision than it does to update my windows. <laughs> I mean, that I'm just like, holy crap. I mean, re- really, it took a ridiculously long time uh, for the most advanced artificial intelligence ever created on planet Earth. That, that just really threw me. Uh, I mean... Vision, however, was was very cool. 
I, I do feel like you can see that this movie was cut down a lot. There's a lot of places where it really needed more fleshing out. And Vision is one of them because real bad guy destroying the world, going after the Avengers, horrible stuff. Hey, new robot guy. I'm not sure if I trust you. Okay, I trust you. I'm talking before Thor, the Thor ha- Thor's hammer thing because that was awesome. That was Cause, great. Cause there was no foreshadowing. He just did it. And then it suddenly dawned on you what he was doing. And you're like, holy crap, that was good. But some of the people accepted him up until that point. It just none of it felt organic. Because it, it was just, I mean, they don't know who he is, and suddenly they're going to trust him. Right. You know, I, I was just like, this, this, the whole scene felt very off. Maybe if the Thor's hammer had come at the beginning, all the prattle that went on before I would have bought. Uh, I understand they wanted to use that to drive it home. But it, it just the whole thing seemed very strange. What do you think? Same idea. It, it just seems like they, they jumped to a lot of, um, I lost the word I wanted to use. That's, I'll never come back to that word, so I'm just going to move on. They just jump to the conclusions. There's like the whole middle of what should have been the explanation of things. Yeah. Not there. Yeah. A lot of stuff I felt like wasn't explained. Uh, I thought Fury was underutilized. I feel like Extremely. Samuel L. Jackson showed up to give a speech again, which he's done before. And that was really it. Yeah. And I know it's not about him, but after what I, I thought was a fairly brief but very meaty role in uh, The Winter Soldier... Uh, it was very important to the storyline for him to just to show up at the farmhouse. Of course he's going to, that was fine. That's Nick Fury. He does shit like that. But basically he just showed up to say, Hey, get up, dust yourself off yeah. and go at him again. And get your like, shit didn't, together. Didn't yeah. we hear this before? I mean, that's pretty much what he says in every film. Uh, I really wish they had done a little bit more with him. Uh, I, and there's been a lot of stuff that uh, people have uh, said about the movie, but one of the big things was that, you know, they cut a lot of the Thor stuff out. And yeah, that whole thing, Thor's, Thor had a magic vision that told him that the vision was okay to trust. Uh, that, that wasn't, it, they, he said that, but it never happened and I didn't buy it. I, I didn't feel like they, okay, the movie was two hours long. Make it two hours and three minutes long because I thought that was pretty important because you could have cut that entire sequence out and it would have made about the same amount of sense. Mm-hmm. Thor could have just said, I had a vision while I was gone, and we need to trust him. And there are the Elder Gods. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that threw me. Uh, do you think Chris Evans looks kind of tired? I didn't really catch that. Cap just looks tired. I don't know if it's intentional, if it's fatigue on Chris Evans' part, because he really seems like he's, he knows there's an end, end mark for him, uh, but he's never seen any, any seemed anything less than enthusiastic about it. I wonder if that um, is on purpose going into Civil War because, you know, that, that kind of is the, the whole idea of a superhero kind of dragging you down the, in questions that superheroes never dealt in, dealt with in the Gold or Silver Age. Uh, I just thought, you know, he looked like, a, like, yeah, you know, this sucks, but it's my job. You know, people go, but it's my job. You know, uh, Tony's gone, uh, but, you know, okay. Come on, you guys, let's do this. Like, like it's it's become kind of like you know me going into work when I'm working so many days in a row. You know, Heck, yeah. Uh, that's that's the kind of what I I, I thought. Uh, what else did I have here? Yes, folks, I am looking at notes. I had a whole how many pages of notes did I have for free comic book day? Numerous. And we got through um, maybe half a page, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a bad not bad problem to have. Um, Oh, you know what really got me? Why did they cut the line when he says, people's hope, I will take that first? That what was in the, the trailer. That was Ultron's very best line. Uh, in the, the very first trailer we saw, he goes, 
they're they're small people full of hope. I'll take that from them first. That was a line from the very first trailer we really saw Ultron in and, and speak. It was when uh, at the end of the trailer when they were panning up to him and he was kind of standing there at the very end. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to watch it then, just because you don't obviously remember that. I don't remember that. Uh, um, small people full, of, something like that. It was like people full of hope. I'll take that from them first. Uh, brilliant line. Why is it not in the movie? I mean, a lot of stuff was cut from the movie. They admitted that, that there's stuff in the trailer that didn't end up in the movie, but I can't think of a good reason why that wasn't there. You know, unless they really wanted him to seem more comedic, like he kind of came off slightly as. Uh, I mean, that was my favorite part of the trailer. I mean, that that right, you know, right there just kind of said, you know, this villain's going to be what he turned out to not be. Right. Uh, you know, which again is not a bad thing. If If I hadn't seen the trailer... I wouldn't have expected him to be darker like I expected. The only reason I thought he was going to be dark was because that's how he was portrayed. And then he kind of comes off as, you know, a slightly jokey villain, an AI with a sort of a sense of humor. Yeah, he, he was very quirky. And yeah. I understand you kind of have to let that shine through, you know, spending all that money on Spader to be Ultron. But I really, the whole time, I, I framed him as this, you know, just dark, cold monstrous villain i mean calculating there there shouldn't have been much personality it's it's ultron yeah that, that's kind of what i thought and, and you know i mean yeah even though they they paid him money uh, to do it keep in mind a lot of what they did james spader is one of those unique individuals that has a, a great voice and in the lines where there was no quirkiness there was um menacing it was dripping with doom and i, I don't think it would have been a, a waste to, to go the darker or, or less quirky route uh, only because his delivery was fantastic on everything. Uh, I, I did kind of feel, you know what he kind of felt like? He felt more like a, one of the older, dark, darker Doctor Who's, <laughs> you know, because it's like a uh, quirky, quirky joke, you know, it's, it, it was just strange. Uh, kind of threw me off. Uh, but all that being said, uh, I mean, it was a good movie. Oh, I mean, it's a great movie. I, I know Jeff said that he thought it was a perfect movie, and I, I didn't want to disagree with Superman while he was sitting next to me. <laughs> um, uh, but, I, you know, I, I feel like it's, in ways it's better than the first, in ways it's not. Um, the first one made a lot more sense, and that's saying a lot. Uh, this certainly benefited from the fact that we didn't have to go through origin stories. Uh, Without we, a doubt. We, yeah, we got to cover a lot more ground, even if a lot of it was... Uh, done quit more quickly than I would have liked. Uh, I feel it's a better movie and I feel like it could have been a better movie, but I'd still give it. I mean, if we're going to go five stars, not that we have an official geek pod rating system. Uh, I mean, that's still a, a four, four and a half without a doubt. Yeah, I, I would agree 100%. Yeah, no, it, it definitely wasn't perfect. Uh, I do kind of wonder why we don't have a black widow movie. Why hasn't it happened yet? Yeah, yes. I just, she's just so good in the role. And it's not just because she's gorgeous. It's because she's really, I really feel like she's inhabited the role. It, you know, one thing that did strike me as weird, though, is she goes from cold, merciless killer to, hey, come on, Bruce, let's run away together a little too quickly. Uh, that might be because of, of stuff that got cut out. Uh, it also might be because we've seen her as cold, merciless killer in so many movies. It was time for that to happen. Didn't really happen organically, maybe because she hasn't had her own movie you know, to tell her story. Uh, but still, even with that, uh, I mean, if we're going to do Captain Marvel and we're going to look at other female uh, stars of the the Marvel universe, I, I feel like that's got to happen. Yeah, because, I mean, she can't just keep being the sidekick in everybody else's movies. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think she deserves it. Uh, she certainly, if if Robert Downey Jr. inhabits the character of Tony Stark the best out of everybody there, I and some people may hate me, but uh, I think she probably is second best as far as um, accurate portrayal of character, maybe, or that I believe that that's Black Widow. I mean, and with Hulk, maybe it's because we've had so many people play him in so few years. And, you know, Chris Evans is, I don't want to say a bland actor, but he's kind of played a lot of plain roles. Maybe not. You know, I, can't, I shouldn't say that because I've only seen him in Captain America and Fantastic Four. Captain America is a very bland character. Mm-hmm. So there's very not a white whole, bread. Yeah, no. there's not a lot you can do with him. So I'm sorry, Chris Evans, if you're listening. I didn't mean that. Please don't <laughs> throw Evans your shield at me. listening. I mean, that's fucking fantastic. <laughs> Um, yeah, who, who else? I, yeah, I mean, Hawkeye, that's just weird. That whole thing. His whole storyline in this one? No, I mean, just the way Jeremy Renner portrays him. Uh, I think I brought it up uh, at Free Comic Book Day, and um, Minicorp said, uh, that's just how he is in other movies. Like, he really seemed like he, he, he was like, oh, I'm on set today. I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to read the lines. I'm going to have a smile on. I mean, it didn't even seem like acting, like it was a character. Like, he just showed up. But, you know, it worked. There wasn't anything wrong with that. Maybe that's the way it was written. Uh, but it didn't it, it was. It didn't strike me as bad or odd. It just, I noticed that his delivery was, I guess, not what I expected. I mean, he didn't have a whole lot of delivery in the first one, so. Yeah, he didn't get much to do in the first one. Yeah. Um, and he was probably the most important character in this one. So it's it's very, yeah, I thought his, his delivery on his lines and the way he portrayed the character was was different. Again, I, I don't want to say that it rubbed me the wrong way. It just, I don't want to say it rubbed me either. Um, that's where I was going. I, I just thought it was, uh, it, I, I stopped and I, I noticed that. I'm like, what's he doing there? That's weird. You were whelmed. Whelmed, yes. Not over, but definitely whelmed. Or under. No, no, not <laughs> under. Whelmed. Not because I think it was great the way he suddenly has a family. It's almost like no matter what happens, he can't. He can't be shaken. Like, all this stuff going on, and none of it bothers him at all. And the scene that exemplified it, him and Widow in the car. They're in the middle of this, like, crazy-ass battle, and they're racing across to, I don't even remember where they were going or if they were just trying to get away or what. And he's in there talking about the renovation he wants to do in yeah. the bathroom at the farmhouse. Yeah. And it's, it's literally, it's like as if you and I were just driving to the bar and it's like yeah well you know if i take this wall out you know who, who who even needs a dining room anymore you know no one eats in the dining room and and they're just having this nonchalant conversation while everything's going to hell around them <laughs> and that you'll you'll chuckle now when you see that scene because they were pointing it out at you and that's what i did because when i was there with jack that scene's happening and i just i i stopped and it took me out of the movie for a second i'm just <laughs> looking around i'm like wait what <laughs> Apparently, this portrayal of Hawkeye is very, ba- very, very, very much based on the Ultimate Universe. No, things based on the Ultimate Universe. You're kidding. Sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> the entire MCU seems to be based on the Ultimate Universe. It looks like it, especially. In fact, it looks like the coming. Marvel Universe is going to be based on the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> We're going to get there soon, though, with Secret Wars. Yeah. But yeah, I, I felt like we needed to actually discuss Age of Ultron a little bit more. Uh, I hogged the mic a lot. Why don't you talk a little bit? Yeah. Did you know that uh, they've cast Spider-Man to show up in that Batman versus Superman movie? Wait a minute. I got something for you. 
See, we really need to get the webcam hooked up so they can see this. Wait, wait, wait. I thought it was... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know how this machine worked. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's, I, I had to go there. Yeah, because when I was editing that part of it yesterday, and it just struck me. I'll because, strike you. Because <laughs> it went right back to the whole wigs thing. Oh, and look, all of a sudden, my Facebook message is lighting up. It's almost like she knows we're recording. Laura's messaging me. <laughs> she uh, she wants to know who, well, she didn't specifically put it this way, but she wants to know whose favorite character from Guardians everybody has. Because she said she's rewatching the show right now. Yeah. Show isn't movie. Um, and, and she can't decide who's better, Groot or Drax. Wow. Man. I mean... I think you got to go with Groot, don't you? See, no. I, my no, no, she's asking who your favorite, not between the two of them. She can't decide between the two. She's wondering who yours is and ours is. I. Yeah, that's what she's asking. <laughs> so he's I saying Groot just, is his yeah. favorite. <laughs> I'm thinking, I mean, well, I, I am those Groot. aren't your only two options, is what? She, what? what oh, okay. Is <laughs> I'm like I'm confused. Um, man, y- you know I. I that cast was also good, and the problem with Drax is Batista didn't isn't known for acting. I think he did a great job because that's exactly what the character called for. Uh, I, I think it was in Paul. You've read Red Guardians uh, yes. much more, so you could say this. As far as I know, that was about a perfect portrayal, uh, but there wasn't a lot there for me to go. He's my favorite. Uh, I, I get the feeling that's kind of how the character is, right? More so now, okay. Than previously, like they played him off. I'd almost dare say kind of autistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't recall that before. But I loved it. He was a, the whole extreme literalism. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's so. I man, that grew to rocket. They were just so much fun. Yeah, but you kind of have to lump them together. Like that's what made them fun. Is like a a, yeah. a, a team. Do the combo. Combos are delicious. Yes, they are. Right ahead, I'm two Did for you answer? F- right ahead, I'm two for five this week. I got two. For five? For five, and I ate them both because they were delicious. <laughs> That's a first. Oh, Discussing combos man. in the middle of the show. Well, we do have uh, quite a bit of news this week. Uh, like I said before on the TV front, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's going on with all the upfronts and all that. Uh, but before we jump into that, since we were talking about Spider-Man being cast, uh, rumor is that Asia... Asia a, Butterfield? Asia Butterfield. Asia? I don't I, know. I want to make sure that I, I said kid. this right. That's all I know. Yeah, He's a little kid. Uh, has, has, is a lock for the, the role of Peter Parker in Spider-Man. No idea who he is. Uh, saw his picture. Looked... I mean, I guess he looks the part. He could um, definitely pull it off. Like, they did a... a, a side by side? Thank you. Of... Bendis in uh, Bagley's Ultimate Spider-Man. It's, I don't know why I said Bendis, because he's the writer. He had nothing to do with the artwork on it. But Bagley's Peter Parker from Ultimate Spider-Man and this little kid. And I can see it. It definitely would work. You know, I, I wonder, though, he, he's like, what, 18, 17? He's not super young. No, but he looks young. I, I, I almost think they should have gone younger. Like, they should have cast a 14-year-old actor. Um, dealt with the restrictions that you know working with kids has because 
I, I mean, it seems like, you know, now that he's in the MCU, uh, this guy's in for the long haul. <laughs> he's a lifer. Yeah. And, and they've got a lot of work to do with Spider-Man, especially to, to fold him into the, uh, the Marvel Universe in a way that makes sense. He's going to be making a lot of appearances. Oh, yeah. So I, I would have gone younger, but I mean, it looks fine. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but beyond that, in, into a lot of TV news. First of all, just announced either last night or this morning, um, David Lynch is back with the Twin Peaks revival. Nice. Uh, it is going forward again. They have uh, worked out whatever money disputes they had which means the show can go on. Um, I mean, everybody's excited. I mean, that's the way it should be. Uh, beyond that, we had some cancellations. Uh, the big one, of course, being Constantine, was canceled by NBC. Uh, of course, this this hurts a lot, but uh, there is still hope. You it know, could there end was up elsewhere. There are well, rumblings. Th- yeah, there, there's ideas. Basically, what happened as soon as it got canceled, uh, Stephen Amnell went onto Twitter, who is you know our our lovely Arrow. And said, hey, you know, let's, uh, CW, let's save this show. Or Queen and Constantine, let's get shit done or something along those lines. And then he offered a guest star on the show. Grant Gustin, who's the Flash, offered a guest star. Mark Shepard from Supernatural started saying, hey, let's save this show. So did the guy from uh, uh, the originals in Vampire Diaries. No, I don't know what his name is, but he plays Klaus on those shows. And I guess some other CW people came in and said, hey, let's do this. William Shatner jumped on. And offered to guest star if CW saves the show. Really? Yeah, because he he actually, they wanted him for a character in the second season for NBC. So Shatner's now putting out there, hey, you know, let's bring the show. Now, talks were happening. Don't know what happened there, but that all started, I want to say, late Tuesday. Thursday, CW was uh, announcing their, their upfronts, their shows. And uh, we know for a fact, as Daniel Cerrone, the guy that's uh, been spearheading Constantine, said that, you know, the people are talking, which means Warner Brothers and CW. Uh, nothing was announced at the upfronts. Um, he did say after that that he was disappointed as well, but he's been asked to keep a low profile. Now, you don't think you ask that unless there's potentially something there. My personal thought on that is two days is not enough time for them to make the decision and be ready for the upfronts. Absolutely not. Um, the second thing is the upfronts are for next season. Uh, it might not be enough time for them to say, oh, by the way, we're going to have uh, Constantine on on October 3rd. Right. You know, they, they've just started talking and figuring this out. If CW is to acquire the, the property somehow, uh, first of all, that means Constantine can show up on Arrow, Flash, and the other thing we're going to talk about. Uh, since they're building this this uh, DC universe on CW, uh, it doesn't rule out that they aren't going to bring the show back or that they couldn't. But it's going to take a little more time, I think. Oh, and, without a doubt. And it's, Warner Brothers really wants to do something with this property. I think there's a good chance, if nothing else, Matt Ryan will be playing Constantine again, just maybe not in his own show. Or maybe not in his own show for a while. They all are kind of spinoff happy. Uh, it does seem kind of silly to me that they don't just pick it up. Uh, I know that there's budgetary concerns because it's apparently an expensive show to make, but Flash looks great. There's a lot of special effects there. I think that if you can't... Okay, go, stop looking at what our show costs to make, tell us what we have and we'll make it work. Okay, because the cast isn't going to put in less of a performance because the budget on the show is less. It means they have to think about special effects shots and how they do things and how they, you know, save money on stuff. You know, that that's really for... The other people are in charge of that and they can make that happen. Uh, along with that, like I said, he may be able to show up in other places. Uh, CW announced the Legends of Tomorrow, which... Uh, Definitely goes up there for most ridiculous name ever. Uh, but it's going to be the show starring the Adam uh, Black Canary somehow. Maybe you know. White. I don't. White, White Canary. White Canary, White Canary. White Canary. yeah. Okay. Is it White Canary? It oh, is so white. There's, there's things I do. Yeah. 
Um, yes, folks, I did not get to watch Arrow season finale yet. Oh, that has nothing it. to do with it. Oh, oh okay. That's, right, she did not show up on it at all, which I was kind of surprised by. Did I kind of figured she didn't show up, be... the, show up at the end of the Arrow. Yeah, no, she did not. I know, I watched it. Oh, I thought you were asking me. You oh. kind of trailed off at the end like it was a question? <laughs> yeah, sort of. So. <laughs> I got a question for you. <laughs> Why are you such a dick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, to be honest with you, I, I, didn't, I didn't foresee her showing back up. I assume she was dead. Yeah, she's very dead from what we've seen. I mean, I mean they, they, the they, they put season. her in the ground. Yeah. yeah. But we, I mean, we know she's part of the show. There's pictures. Yep. Um, well, there's the trailer. Yeah. Well, no, I've seen pictures, too. Good pictures? <laughs> Sorry, down boy. Um, Easy. Yeah, you know what? I I, I don't know about the show, and, and again, a lot of that may be because I haven't had the time to watch the trailer and everything. Um, you know, usually I'm the prepared one. I apologize, everybody, but I watched the trailer yesterday. So well, don't, work's don't been bad. brutal. Um, I watched it this morning on the toilet. <laughs> awesome. Um, I, what I don't understand is how we've got what Captain Cold and and, and some of the rogues and Heat Wave, Heat, Wave. Heat Wave in as. I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense for them to be heroes, but I kind of feel like that would have to happen on the Flash, and I, I don't know if that's happened yet. Watch the trailer; they kind of touch upon that. Do, a little do bit. they? Yeah. It just—it it seemed like here was an opportunity for them to bring in a few more characters they haven't touched on. Uh, a little weird to bring in some villains, but okay. I'm sure if it makes sense when I see the trailer. It's. Probably because they are so good on the oh. Flash. Oh, I yeah. They are. Yep. Yeah. And the same with Ray Palmer. Like, I, I've been begging for him to get his own spinoff since he started showing up on Arrow because I just, I, I much prefer watching him on Arrow than actually the ongoing Arrow storyline. Like, I've loved Ray Palmer through the whole time he's been on there. Well, you got what you asked for. Does he know? CW is listening. Maybe. Paul, tell him. Save Constantine. Save Constantine. Thank now. you. I'll finish uh, watching season one if you do. <laughs> You're the reason why it was canceled. Fuck hey, I, I did I my watched, part. I watched I a single episode, so don't lie. Well, you got to watch it in like what the first six days for that to count. Oh, I don't know how it works. Yeah, live plus oh, live plus three here. Anyway, um, the other thing uh, that that was big in the uh, comic book geek uh, world uh, as far as TV goes is: Did you watch the trailer for Supergirl? I did. The seven minute one. Yes. I feel like I've it seen worked. the pilot episode. Yeah, they crammed everything into it. Like I think we know all the story beats and everything. I think it was a little much. Uh, it's a little too Gilmore Girls for me. I mean, it seems very teen drama-y. Especially with that girl power music at the end. Yeah. I, you know, it, it might be really good, uh, but it just, yeah, it really, weird. Not what I was expecting, but I, I guess I should have expected something weird because... You know, they're, they're not doing it on the CW. They're not keeping a consistent tone. Uh, and it's tough, too, because, you know, they're, they're kind of playing in the Superman universe and kind of not. I mean, we really don't know. You notice she said, you know, this is my family coat of arms instead of it means hope. Yes. You know, she didn't go that far with it. Um, I also did notice that they are definitely playing fast and loose with the Superman stuff. Like, we've already, he's made two appearances in that trailer. Yeah. And I say appearances with... Air quotes. Yeah. Basically meaning he showed up about as much as Superman showed up in Smallville. Yeah. Actually, more than he showed up in Smallville. Yeah, because there yeah. was a guy in the costume at least. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are you going to watch it? I'm going to give it a shot. It may be one that I pass on rather quickly, but I'm going to try it out. How do you feel about Melissa Benoist? Benoist? I don't Benoist? even know how to yeah. pronounce it. 
Well, I mean, if there wasn't, what, an S on the end, it'd be like Benoit, like the crazy wrestler. So Benoit's, <laughs> I think, I don't know. But uh, yeah, what do, you, what do you think about her? I, She's still Marley from Glee. That's all I know. Oh, I had no idea she was. Yeah, she was one of the Glee chicks. That's. Oh, stop! They're going to do a musical episode, aren't they? Probably. They had to do it in Flash. With Grant Gustin, he he's a Glee alum. They had to do the whole thing where he did karaoke and belted it out like a madman. Oh, all right. right. You were jealous. Are we? We're making sure that the audience doesn't forget I was a Gleek, right? Yeah, should we that. should we discuss that the uh, my brilliant plan for April Fool's Day that we never did? <laughs> yeah, why don't you? I don't even think I told you about it. Nope. So my plan was leading up to April Fool's Day this year, we were gonna do a bunch of promos on Facebook and stuff, and you know, there's uh, it's gonna be a new beginning for Geek Pod. Things are changing. Yada yada yada. Keep rolling up to it, and we were going to put out an episode on April 1st called New Directions. And it was going to be a 20-minute episode of us just sitting here with as best we could with a straight face discussing Glee. The entire episode was going to be a Glee episode, and I was even going to change the artwork and everything, so it was Gleek Pod. The problem was we didn't have enough time to actually learn what happens on Glee, like as it's ongoing, because Kristen still has it on the DVR. We haven't even watched the entire season, so I wouldn't have known. So uh, we, I was telling Doctor Hugh, we were, I was actually going to write scripts for all of us, so it could sound like we were all intelligently discussing this show that none of us actually watched, <laughs> except for you. Yeah. Now the big concern was raised that. We may not have any uh, listeners after that episode because <laughs> they may just leave en masse. Because I don't think they're going to listen to the end to find out it was a joke. Was you a weren't joke. even going to do that. No, it was, it was just going to. It was going to do a whole episode, finish out, do the whole thing. Then our following episode would just go back to normal with no mention of it. <laughs> we were never going to mention <laughs> what it was. Oh. But no, we just kind of blew that wide, so we can't even. Uh, we you know, can't do it next year. I, I think it's better material you talking about it than if we actually did it. Oh God, it would have been a train wreck trying to do it. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyway, it would really come down to our acting skills. Yeah. Which I've got none. Mm, me either. <laughs> I would have been fine. <laughs> and then there's Jack. Yeah. That's Jack. I think he was probably the most prepared. He, he probably yeah. knows what happens on yeah. Glee already. So I'm sorry. That was a complete derailment from Supergirl. That was the end of Hughes News, so I mean, oh. that's really all I got. How is that the end? Like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming back, season oh, three. Oh, you're right. You're... Again, I told you I was not prepared. I apologize. Agent Carter, also returning. Again, whelmed. Yeah, whelmed. Well, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I mean, I'm excited about That I'm, I'm excited I'd for. I'd like to finish watching past the mid-season break at some point, but... Uh, uh, I'm glad that it's... Well, you're looking at me like that. That's as far as you've gotten on Agents One of S.H.I.E.L.D.? One episode past the mid-season break. Wow. And you don't watch, right? You don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, sir. Wow. Okay. Well, Paul, if you look at it this way, um, I, I'm averaging, since the takeover in January, 48 to 55 hours yeah. a week. Oh, you don't have that's, to that's explain or justify. That's a chunk out of you know, what I would spend, uh, the time I would spend watching TV. Um, so it's it's just been really tough. The oh, fact I bet. That I've and kept you have to, 
you have to juggle which ones you can watch. Basically, yeah, and the only yeah. reason that I'm farther behind on Flash is because I chose to watch Arrow. Uh, because as much as I like the Flash, um, I mean, Arrow is, is more gripping, and I like Arrow a little better than Flash. You know, that's my I'm personal the, preference. I'm of the opposite. I, I much prefer Flash over Arrow. I like them Still, both the same. even after the rest of the season. Remember okay. the, the first yeah, episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Arrow's a bad show by any stretch. No, I love it. But I love Flash more. I also love the Flash people. Watch. No, I'm just kidding. Put that thing and away. And that would be the end of Geek Pod. Hughes News. <laughs> no, that's just the end of Geek Pod. <laughs> right, done. That just wraps up. So, uncomfortable silence. Corbs, what's going on? I heard you had a story to tell us. I have a story. You guys were talking beforehand. You said. Oh, no, that's not a story we can say on, on, <laughs> oh, on the air. I, didn't, I thought you were saving it for a. No, no, man, no. You should have told us then. I'll tell you after. So, the moral <laughs> of the story is Corbs has secrets. Oh, I have lots have of secrets. Over this? <laughs> There's secrets that you don't know. I'm a little concerned Jack. about the lisp. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, it's not. <laughs> the fact that I do it so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I got nothing. I mean, I mean, sports-wise, there's really not much going on except for, you know, deflate gate. Yes, deflate gate. Who cares? The non-story. Care? I, to be honest with you, I don't give a crap. Me either. It's 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 insane. Every team cheats. If you, t- you, if, you t- if you tell me that you don't cheat, you're full of shit. No. Do you want to take this opportunity because you know much of our audience is not a sports audience? You want to go into a quick quickie? I guess. <laughs> about about like the, about the overview of Deflategate. The whole thing, yeah. Okay, the Patriots to use deflated balls. They got caught deflating their balls. Badoochin. <laughs> <laughs> and and now the the inquiry yeah, no, is the, over. Yeah, uh, to you know, I've talked to, you know, my friends and all that stuff, and it's, what, four, six months, five months since the Super Bowl? Yeah. What the fuck matter? What the fuck does it matter? It doesn't. It never mattered. So he, he, he's going to see what they spent time ready for four games. Big deal. He's going to he's gonna appeal it. They'll drop it to two. They'll finish 14 or, you know, 14 and two or whatever. With their deflated balls. Right. Yeah. You know, and then, of course they're gonna, they're going to be watching every team for the for this that this that and the other thing. It's the football is just going to be the no fun league. Yeah. Now here's my question though: They're going to be so busy watching them for deflated balls that guys like Ray Rice are going to be knocking their girlfriends out in elevators again, and it'll just go by. <laughs> <laughs> but and he, and he what he got what two games or something like that. Yeah. And then he got suspended. I mean, obviously he got indefinite suspension from the NFL for it because of what was going on. But he got two for. <laughs> punching his girlfriend in the face and Tom Brady gets four for using a ball that's just slightly underinflated. Yeah, you know, I don't know a lot about this, but I have been keeping up. I have been reading a few articles about it because it, it's more interesting than football. Uh, <laughs> uh, Agreed. <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand why why aren't they like taking away their win? Why aren't people being fired? Because this is my thought about it. Oh, the people, people the, the two kids that Supposedly, are part of it the ball boy and the deflator. Yeah, whatever. They're they're never going to work in the NFL again. But it's you can't take the wins away from them because because you, you you can't do that because you take those wins away and in the playoffs 
the team that would have won would have had to move on, so you'd have to replay everything. So they're just saying, well, he'll next next year he gets four games. Bel- Belichick's, Belichick gets nothing, and they get fined a million dollars and lose like a six-round draft pick. I just, man, you know, if they hadn't done that, maybe they wouldn't have won. I, I think that counts as a disqualification, and the other team should be the Super Bowl champions. I don't disagree with that, but like you know, like they said, they they can't because it was more than one game, which is what it just wasn't the Super Bowl. It was it the was, chain of events to lead uh, up to it. Yeah. So it was when they played the Colts in the AFC Championship game. Should have been. I think that's right. what it was. Yeah, something like that. That's what they were saying. That oh well, if they had, maybe the Colts would have won. I mean, no offense, the Colts got slapped that day, but. <laughs> I mean, so, did, did it? Would deflating the balls make that much of a difference? It makes it easier to catch in, a, in, co- in it's colder because it's a, it's got a little gib to it. Yeah, but it does make it harder to throw because there's a little gib to it. It doesn't. It's not a perfect. Gotcha. Oval, I guess, is the word. So you can't. It, it does. It's not. It wouldn't fly just right. So I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. To it's, an outsider, it just seems like, hey, go ahead and cheat because if you get caught, it's not really going to matter that much. Right. Exactly. Because what what happens? He gets four games. He gets suspended four games. He appeals it. They drop it down to two or whatever. So it, uh. so he gets to spend four days on the beach with his hot wife. I believe is how John Stewart put it. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 basically. And it's actually it actually works out to be like I think like six weeks or something like that because they're they're by this this year this this year's early. It's like week three or something. So they they play the first three weeks. They got the fourth week off, and he's off the fifth week again. So really, he's got like. Five five weeks of doing nothing football related because he can't right won't practice with the team can't play can't travel so you're right he gets to spend an extra month and a half on the beach with his hot ass wife where do I sign up right <laughs> I can cheat <laughs> cheat with the best of them <laughs> that's awful that's just awful yeah and and like we were saying Ray Rice punches his fiance in the face girlfriend in the face or whatever are out of an elevator right two games he. They use a slightly underdeflated ball, and he gets four. There's, where's the, where's the, uh, what's the, what's the, per- the correct word? I'm thinking. Seems like the consequences in football are about as real as the consequences in wrestling. Oh, we're going wrestling on us. Yes, yes, we are, and that's quite a segue. Look at this. Nice. Now, I didn't get to mention it during the uh, free comic book day sessions, but the night before. I uh, had the, again, air quotes, privilege of taking in a WWE live event here in Syracuse, New York. Uh, And we all know that either now or in the past, some or most of us have been fans of, you know, the WWE, you know, the Attitude Era. Way to go, Jack. Had to go there. (laughs) Had to Jack. Where's the the table? (laughs) He calls it WWF. Oh, yeah, WWF, the Attitude Era. I seriously don't think he can separate the two. He has to say them together. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not a fan myself anymore. I used to be. I was big into it in the 90s during the Attitude Era. Um, (laughs) I'm going to hit you with a microphone. (laughs) You know, back in the 90s during the Attitude Era when (laughs) Grant Morrison was really in his heyday writing comics. It's just lump everything in like that. Probably checked off those boxes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All you gotta do is throw a cheap pop in there. And everything. I can't and give you a cheap pop. 
four rows from the ring. We were right down front. Nice my, seats. My father and I had we had fantastic seats. Well, uh, to see because when you're that close, you can't hear a fucking thing the guys in the rings are, are saying because all the sounds being piped out behind you. So it's kind of like listening to us, you know, from the free comic book day sessions or me specifically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so any jokes they were making, I didn't get. People in the the cheap seats loved it. I'm sure. But, you know, at least I could see the wrestlers. They pipe yeah. the sound out the just bit. the mics, not oh, see, because they when I, when I used to when I used to go, they you couldn't hear it. There was no talking. They just came out and wrestled. Oh no, they they do. Wait. It's like the TV shows now. They come out, they get on the mics and taunt each other and crack jokes and chant for some Russian blonde chick. And I, Lana. Yes, she was there. Okay, <laughs> so you know a little bit about this. Wrestling stuff. Now. I know some of it. Yeah. Okay. We probably should have had our uh, our <laughs> wrestling correspondent in to discuss this stuff, but he's been a little lacking on the website. But I noticed a few things, and I, I did take notes. And, and I, I'm that guy. I'm sitting literally damn near ringside, and I've got my phone out <laughs> taking notes during wrestling. And one pretty damn packed house. They're really? still pulling people in. Nice. This was not a televised show, right? This was not. This was what they call a house show. Yep. I, I'm going to keep looking to Corby's to make sure I get all this termino- terminology You're right. doing well so far. If you mess up, I'll hit you with the microphone and you'll know. <laughs> That's <what> Attitude <laughs> error. <laughs> I'm not sure I appreciate your attitude error. <laughs> so the first thing I noticed was they had some kind of a six-man tag match. And they've got... The, the video screen's there so you can actually see the entrance videos when, when their music hits and everything. And this one hits. And there's all of these really cool scenes and imagery coming off across that. A lot of like secret society stuff and like mystic elements and it was like really cool and really badass and they're called the Ascension. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. And then these fucking idiots come walking out, and they look like really bad cosplayers trying to be the Road Warriors from the WWF in the 80s. Yep. Like, they've got the crazy, like, shoulder pads on. They've got the makeup on. Mm-hmm. They're, they, they both of them apparently don't have Widow's Peaks, so they try to paint them on. They have I, I My hand to God, they have He's not lying. on triangles at their hairlines. And what gets me the most is, and this was like a, a running theme lately with what I saw for WWE, these guys that are supposed to be big badasses are just fat guys. The one one Ascension guy who's supposed to be the big scary guy, he's like he's got like a beer gut and he's wearing like bike shorts. <laughs> I was going to say, I got a chance, but I can't wear bike shorts. The, seriously, I... I that that started the night off. Like that's what that was the first match. Yeah, them and I don't even remember who else was in it. To be quite honest, um, then there was a group called New Day. New Day, okay. Um, African American guys, mm-hmm. all three of them. Which <laughs> I'm not sure if it's storyline or not because I think my dad gets confused on that. But at one point, they're coming down, and there's this one guy who's a really, like, big, like... Biggie. Yes. And another... 
guy who's not Kofi Kingston. Okay. I don't know the other guys, but it's the three of them. It's Big E, Kofi, and then whoever the other guy okay. is. Kofi Kingston, I've seen like every time we've gone to WWE, so I remember him with the whole boom, boom. Okay, so I see him come out. I'm like, oh, he's always a good guy. These guys must be good guys. Yeah, the crowd fucking hated them. Hated these three guys. Okay. Um, and so the big guy puts the little guy, who's not Kofi Kingston, on his shoulders and carries him to the ring. Literally. Like, like I would carry... Madison around and as they're coming down and do not take this in any way hatefully because my dad's old and he doesn't know better Uh oh he leans over to me and says see the little guy up there said yeah he's gay (laughs) and like I said I don't I don't know if that's supposed to be a character like if his character is supposed to be gay or I got no idea. My dad all of a sudden has inside information. <laughs> or maybe Vince McMahon was like, what? We need diversity? Okay, let's put it all in one tag team. Yeah, black gay guy. <laughs> black guy, gay guy, fat guy. And I'm bouncing around in the show because I'm trying to block out things that happened that night because it's it was that bad. It got so bad that at one point I tweeted the WWE and said, you know, I'm at the live Syracuse show. What have I done to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> Did they tweet back? No, I was sad. Um, Ric Flair's daughter is now a wrestler. Yep. She wrestled, and by the way, face, spitting image of Ric Flair. Poor yeah. Child. Yeah. Um, she even tries to pull some of his moves, his stuff. She does the woo, the, the figure the, four, the chop, the four. Which oh, one yeah. of them has bigger boobs? Uh, at this point, probably Rick. <laughs> I would agree with that. Which also, interesting side note while we're talking about him. Rick Flair has his own podcast now. Really? I may have to check that out. You know, it's been a long time since I've listened to 40 minutes of straight of drunken slurring. So, hey. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> woo! Yeah, Great you got to pull that in there. But she you, wrestled um, also spit a it out. dark-skinned woman, long black hair. The crowd was not fond of her. Naomi? No. Is she one, the one that got arrested for DWI and tried to bribe the cops? For real? Not like wrestling storyline? Because that was also a, a nugget of information that was given to me during the matches. I don't remember. I don't think so. Um, well, whoever she is, she wears light-up sneakers when she wrestles. Um, no. But the crowd was deathly silent through that whole match. I'm like, wow, I'm not the only one that is... Mundanely bored. Wondering why? Yeah. And what is going on in the WWE now where everybody looks like homeless guys? What? Yes. The main event was between a guy named Luke Harper (laughs) and Dean Ambrose. uh, Lunatic friend. Yes. Which, by the way, the crowd loves this guy. They were all about it. But literally, it, it looked like it was a homeless guy fighting a kid at the mall. <laughs> that Luke Harper guy, he's got big scraggly hair and beard. Mm-hmm. Um, a shirt that does, has not got been a wife, washed. Wife beater. Yes, in, in months. It, has, it looked jeans. like he had like mustard stains on him. And jeans and a dirty ass rag hanging out of his back pocket. Yep. What is he supposed to be? Do wrestlers have characters anymore? Or well, He, uh, he originally was part of... Uh, Wyatt's group, right? Yeah, whatever. Wyatt's group. Yeah. 
Him, uh, Eric Rowan. That guy was there too, and he was talking to a plastic Halloween mask. He used to wear the plastic Halloween mask. Yeah, he brought it out now, and he talks to it. Okay. So is it mankind too, or is no? It it's Al more Snow like too? more like there you go, more like Al Snow, where he used to talk to the head, mannequin head. Yes, I, I remember, remember that. That's, again, that was yeah. during the Attitude Era. <laughs> that was during the Attitude Era when it was actually good. Yes. So yeah, they were part of that Bray Wyatt thing. I don't understand. I don't know where they've gone since then, but I don't know what their characters are now. Well, they've apparently gone their separate ways because the other guy was also there in his prison jumpsuit still. Yep. But now he has a patch with his initials on it on on the prison jumpsuit. In case you don't know who he is, I guess. Did you know who he was? Only because my dad said so. Nothing. Case in point. <laughs> and. We're going back to Lana. They uh, they did the Twitter Lana. thing at the beginning of the show on whether or not the crowd wanted Rusev. Is that right? Rusev, yep. To bring Lana out or not. You had to tweet yes or no, basically, to the specific one they give you. Naturally, the entire crowd, including the gentleman sitting next to me, not my father, on the other side, um, <laughs> really, really wanted Lana to come out. This gentleman kept telling his son that if Lana came out, he was going to kiss her. This gentleman had no chance of kissing Lana. No chance? None. No chance in hell. (laughs) Attitude error. There you go. (laughs) I'm so glad you caught that. (laughs) Oh, I've got the song running in my head right now. Oh, man. (laughs) So... The entire crowd votes yes, obviously. So they they come out, and, and but, but but can I t- just ask you a question? Do please. you agree with the yes? Oh, I do. No, okay, that's it. Uh, an attractive blonde who is in no way, shape, or form really Russian. That's no, for damn sure. Because uh, I saw absolutely no hint of hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, God. But she she was quickly sent away because the crowd enjoyed having her there, and Rusev is a bad guy, so he made her go in the back. Um, and again, he's supposed to be the big, scary, bad guy, right? Supposed to be. That That's the idea? Okay. When I saw this gentleman, and I use that term loosely, um, how are we supposed to take a bad guy seriously when he literally looks like the hedgehog? And by the hedgehog, I mean <laughs> porn star legend Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, you take him seriously? Would you want Ron Jeremy's finishing move? I wouldn't. <laughs> but that would make more compelling television for WWE. Like, can't they just bring in Ron Jeremy? I mean, he doesn't really have much going on anymore, does he? I, I wouldn't know. He probably works fairly cheap, I'd say. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Who did Rusev, Who did he wrestle? Rusev, do you remember? Um, talk amongst yourselves while I try to remember. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, sorry. So who did Ron Jeremy wrestle? <laughs> Rusev. Everyone. <Yeah. laughs> Anyone that could get his hands on. Just his hands? Probably not. But I don't remember seeing Christy Canyon in the place either. <laughs> you know, I bet he'd call his finishing move, move the Louisville Slugger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and that's where this one falls apart, right there. <laughs> right off the rails. 
Like an Amtrak train. <laughs> oh, wow. Too soon? <laughs> Too soon. Jesus, we're going to get fucking sued now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't nice. No. But I am not cutting it out. <laughs> <laughs> Was Cena there? No. Really? Yeah. He was not there. Daniel Bryant was not there. Daniel Bryant's hurt. Yeah, that's what um, Bad News Barrett came out and told us. He was the first guy to come out. Yeah, they don't know what's wrong with him. I saw that. I, the only reason I saw that is I saw it on... Because you watch every Monday night? No, I, they don't know what's like wrong that. with him. Yeah, he, he had neck surgery... Over a year ago now. Yeah, 18 months ago. He was out for about eight months after having neck surgery. He won the title or something like that and yeah. had to forfeit it because he was having neck surgery, so... And he got married. And because Steph- Stephanie McMahon made him, right? Yeah, right. She couldn't make anybody do anything. Her daddy can't, though. Oh. Anyway. Vince. So is this uh, like a storyline, or is this... No, he's really hurt, I yeah, think. Yeah, no, no, right. he's no, he's actually legitimately hurt. They And they have no idea what's wrong with him. He's got... From what I read, he's got, like, numbness in his extremities. From, that's not good. No, that's what Edge had. That's why he had to retire. Edge. Again. Superstar era. from the Attitude Era. <laughs> I liked Edge. I, actually, I ran in. You know, speaking of Edge, ran I, into Edge. Holy I, shit. I did at uh, Syracuse in the airport. Yeah, you told me the story uh, about two or three years ago. I ran into him, and nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, I mean, he was he 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 went like I was standing, I was waiting for. I want to say my ex to come into town, and he came walking by, and I went, and he went. <laughs> I shook his hand and I said, "You know, I, I, I'm sorry. You know, you had to retire and all that stuff." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "But it's part of the business and stuff like that." He goes, "They were just in town, um, securing a, a date for them to come." And I think they were here like six months later or something like that. And, and I didn't have anything to sign at the time or anything like that. But you know, he just and then he just kind of walked in line and did nobody, his thing. Did his thing. Nobody messed with him. He, was he dressed like Edge? Yeah. He, no, he was dressed like he. Honestly, he was dressed like. A kid in in college, yeah. he, you know, he had on like cargo pants, um, just a normal t shirt with a hoodie, and his backpack on, and that was it. And he, you know, you think you'd think some of these guys would be like, oh, you know, I'm a superstar. I cut through this line. He just stood in the security line. Nobody bothered him and stuff like that. You know, he, you know, he just stood there, and people would talk to him. I don't think anybody really really knew who he was at first, but very nice, very personable guy and stuff. So I was just like, okay, stood in line, waited his turn. So he's still kind of working for them then? Yeah, yeah he's, he's a backstage, backstage guy now. Backstage guy, does Cause, some bookings cause, uh, and stuff like that. I know, uh, I, I've liked his, uh, he's on Haven, Sci-Fi's Haven. Yep. He has a, he's a recurring character there. And surprised by, oh, I shouldn't be surprised that he can act, but people say that uh, wrestlers can't act. But uh, I think he's done a really good job. I mean, he, he definitely inhabited the character, and he doesn't seem like he's playing his wrestling character. So He's uh, been on it for a couple of years too, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, plays, uh, I think, the last, last I knew he was the sheriff, Dwight. Um, but yeah, really good. Uh, I think I can't remember if he goes by Edge or if he goes by Adam Co- Copeland in the credits or not. But okay. So yeah, I, I still don't remember who. Re- I, I all that time and you still can't remember. No. What the hell I'm is your sure problem? I, I could go upstairs and ask the old man. And oh, I'm sure your old man would know. Yeah. Any other any other matches like stand out? Any other like matches? I mean, you, like 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 you said. The, the women's match, like, everybody was just kind of like... Really? Other than that match, like, the, the crowd that actually wanted to be there, they were all about it. 
Like, this place would have been, like, popping if it was your scene. Right. It was not my scene. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just wondering who was, like, who was actually there. Like, big names? I'm just wondering, like, I know that the, they've got, like, obviously Cena. Well, I know you were there, That should have been big enough. I'm Syracuse famous, right? <laughs> <laughs> not quite yet. That was, like, like obviously, I mean, was uh, Roman Reigns. Reigns was not there. Uh, who's, uh, Seth Rollins was not there. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, Vince, okay, so not Vince, Stephanie, Triple no, H. No. Uh, Triple also, H did a, a recorded package to welcome everybody there at the beginning. Blah, of blah, it, blah. I'm trying to remember. Any other any other women matches? No. There was only the one Diva match, thankfully. So, Damn. basically, your entire takeaway from this was that in Syracuse, they booed all the African-American people? Just about, yes. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> does not look good for Syracuse. <laughs> no, I, I am I'm just, cheerleader. I'm just, you know what? It's WWE's own fault for lumping all of them together in one bad guy group. Them? What do you mean? Them. Well, Those, I, people. them. Those people. Those people. <laughs> Those wow. People. Stop. Well, actually, you know, come to think of it, I mean, I, I peripherally still kind of follow wrestling. I still read some of the news. I don't watch it. But they don't have, do, do they have any big African-American stars right now? I, I don't. No. All, all I ever see is, you know, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns. You know, I, there's nobody there. There's not, there's not really. There's not one. one. Nobody that's really risen to the top yet? And, no. and it seemed like this uh, this Kofi Kingston gentleman, uh, I, I've read that he's exciting, but I don't get the uh, the impression that he is, you know, top-tier material. No, he's, he's not, definitely he's, a mid-card he's, guy. He's very mid-card. He's a uh, like U.S. title. Mid-card. Coco. <laughs> Wow, that's that, old school right yeah. there. Yeah, he's like Co- uh, like Coco, but he's he's very tiny. I mean, he's muscular thin. but thin. He's he's not like yeah. like Rusev or or Cena or the. He would have been the, one of the light the heavyweights if they still had it around. Yes, he'd be a cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. Thank you. Which one was it? Cruiserweight was WWE or was that uh, WCW? Cruiserweight was WCW. Okay. Holy crap! That's just dating myself. Back with the Monday Night Wars. Yes. See, that's when you watched it because it was. That's when it was good. That's when it was the Attitude yeah. Era. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I think I may title this episode "The Attitude Era." I think you should. Oh, Jack will be so pissed he missed that. Yeah. And for Jack, Attitude Era. <laughs> um, who's the other guy? He's uh, Big Show. Ms. Dow. What's, what's oh Sandow? Oh. Damien Sandow. Yeah, Ms. He's supposed to be Mrs. Yeah, Miz wasn't there. Funky. But Sandow was there. Yeah, he's not. He's no longer with the Miz. Didn't they? They break up or something? Yeah, it was. It was sad. Um, he was entertaining. I, I I got a kick out of him. That uh, Bo Dallas. Oh God. Right? He was there. You know who Bo Dallas is? Yeah, he's Bray Wyatt's brother, who is also Rotunda's there you go. son. Yeah, Mike Rotunda's. Yeah. Holy crap. Mike yeah. Rotunda has two. Sons that are both wrestlers, kind of big names right now in the yeah. WWE. And trust me, when you see them, you, they are the spitting image. They are. But the, the one that was there, they make him out like he's a good guy, but everyone hates him. He's the other one, and he's white. So be, put that out there. Okay, okay, maybe Syracuse isn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> but his whole thing is he's. Uh, have you seen this, Bo Dallas? If you're peripherally paying attention, I have not. Be lucky. No, I think it's great. It's <laughs> no, be lucky you haven't seen it. Um, and it's it's totally 
His whole character He's totally, is shaped. It's, it's, it's totally borific. You have to believe. <laughs> that is his, yes, that is his. <laughs> Dr. Hughes got this, are you mm. fucking kidding me, look on his face. This, this is the idea. Like They bring him in like he's this motivational, uplifting speaker guy. And it's so over the top and so in your face that he was designed to make all of these rednecks that are watching this shit hate his fucking guts. And he's great at it. He is, because he plays it to the hill. Like, everything is, like, he's very, very energetic about it. And he emotes it. And you just have to believe. And he's he even does the, uh, he, he Tebow's. He, he, yeah. He gets down and does the the whole thing. It makes way more sense if you're, you know, filming this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought you were kissing your bicep. No. Not going that far. Do the Hogan? Was that Hogan? Hogan is. I can't see them. He's still around. Yeah, he's back under contract yeah, with WWE. Yeah, he wants to wrestle again. Yeah, I thought he was noise. trying Dead? to. I, no, I read that uh, Dixie Carter and who else? No, wait, maybe it was Dixie Carter and Jeff Jarrett are trying to start another promotion. Oh, good lord! Yeah, because they're out of TNA. Yeah, TNA is. Uh, TNA I think, on its way out. So but, like, oh, this failed business doing wrestling uh, is is dying. So let's go start. Let's a try it one. again. Yeah. <laughs> let's try a different. Let's try a different spot. So, <laughs> Bo is out there doing his thing. And Sandow comes out wearing a Bo Dallas t-shirt. And and I guess his, Bo Dallas's catchphrase is, all you have to do is Bo, Bo Lee. Yep. And that's on the back of the t-shirt. But <laughs> Sandow crossed out the big bow on the front. And on the back where it says, all you have to do is Bo leave. He's got everything crossed out except all you have to do is leave. <laughs> <laughs> and he was taunting the shit out of him and, and, Obviously, it was designed that way. And Bo Dallas, on this part, I could actually hear because they were actually shouting at each other in the ring, so we could hear them without the mics. And Bo says, enough of this shit. Let's just fight. <laughs> and, uh, and Sandow, because Sandow's a very comedic character at yeah. this point, right? He's still got his mic in his hand. He goes, okay. He tosses the mic and just punches him in the face. <laughs> it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, okay, this is fun. I had fun for five minutes. <laughs> wow, and uh, like you said, he's supposed to be Ms. Was Mrs. Stunt, stunt double. double, yeah, because Ms. Uh, starred in uh, one of the Marines. Marines. Well, he's, he he actually started. He started in the th- I don't know, third one, and he started in the fourth one. He's actually the only one so far that's done more than one of them. Yeah, because for punishment. <laughs> hey, the first one wasn't that bad. I mean, no, it wasn't, John was good. Yeah, that was they actually game. wanted him to do the to do the fourth one, and he originally was going to, but then something happened, and he couldn't. Too so. busy banging his twin girlfriend. Would you? Well, I don't blame the man one bit. I'm frankly jealous. Me too. Well, you know, I mean, you got to wonder because he's such a big star. After all that, was he really like you know th- these WWE productions are really crap? It doesn't make me a movie right. star. I- I'm better off. Being at shows, doing interviews, talking to people in magazines to build my star up because that really doesn't do anything. And he's right. got he's got other stuff going on too. John does. This is becoming a wrestling podcast. It is. I wonder if we can market it that way for this episode, pulling some you, you different people. You didn't think that we could actually all have a conversation about this, did you? I was kind of hoping we couldn't. Wanted <laughs> <laughs> we'll to go this far. <laughs> That's. I now know why you didn't invite Jack because you figured we'd oh. talk about this. And he would and he would go back to the I attitude. I did not era. invite Jack. You just didn't call him. 
No, he just couldn't make it. <laughs> we love you, Jack. We love you, Jack. Some of us do. Anything important? You're staring at that pretty hard. Um, uh, I'm still getting messages from. How does she know? Base. How does she know we're talking about? She doesn't. Like <laughs> that. She's she's bugged the room at this point. She's. <laughs> Yes, Laura, we're still talking about you. You just completely stopped the show so I could read your message. Seriously. Not many people can say that. Right. So, yeah, all around, it was still an interesting experience. Um, ridiculously expensive. He spent yeah, yeah, like $230 for those seats. But and my thing is, is like the big stars weren't even there. Yeah. Well, they don't usually come to Syracuse, do they? No, sometimes You'll they usually do. get at least one of the real big names. Like, yeah. John Cena usually is in Syracuse. Yeah. But I guess that Rusev is a fairly big star right now, isn't he? One of the main bad guys. Wasn't he just feuding with John? John yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the important thing is you got to spend an evening with your dad, and your dad probably loved it. He had a blast. That's so the that most important does thing. make it worthwhile. That's all that makes, that makes it worthwhile right there. If your dad had a good time, if your dad had a good time just spending the night together type of thing. Not like that. Get your mind out of the gutter. Wow, no one was even going there, Corey. I saw the eye roll. I saw the eye roll. (laughs) Well, if it makes you feel better, um, if I was to take my dad out for a night, his idea of a great time would have been splitting a truckload of wood. So, There's nothing wrong with that either. It could be worse. Well, my dad would take me to a ball game. See, look at that. Three different worlds right there. Yeah. But I know how you ended up how you are, and I know how you ended up how you are. I have no clue how I ended up the way I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. Is that, is that a good thing? I like where you went with that. What do you mean? Okay, from, from wrestling to comics clearly is not that big of a joke. Okay, yeah, I got you. Okay, I see that. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were going with the whole toothless redneck thing. No, no, <laughs> that, that that's in my family tree, not yours. You'd be surprised, well, my maybe. friend. Maybe, okay, but. What else have we got, gentlemen? Well, you said you wanted to talk about Secret Wars. Oh, how can we forget comics on this fucking podcast? I didn't. I've just been waiting for you to stop talking about wrestling. Right. I just wanted you to shut the fuck up is what he's trying to say. <laughs> Take it away, sir. Uh, well, Secret Wars 2 came out this week, and Paul, you said you Issue 2. Issue 2, yes. Okay. I'm sorry. It's actually Secret Wars 3, isn't it? I guess <laughs> it would technically be. Um, well, wow. Interesting. Uh, the first issue ends with the entire Marvel universe ending and everybody, everybody that survived being in a ship that, uh, that Reed Richards and then put together. And it just, it looks like they crash land somewhere, which I'm kind of like, if the universe ended, where did they crash land? Second issue does not pick up where they left off. It not picks even up, a little bit. Yeah, not even a little bit. I actually had to go back and make sure I wasn't reading you didn't one of miss the offshoots something. Yeah, wait, wait, or something. What? I was like, what? Um, Doctor Doom is now God Doom, Doom God. The All Father, yes. Yeah, he is running the universe. He's all in white. Um, Sue Richards is his bitch, I guess. I don't know. She just kind of stands next to his throne. Yeah. Along with, I saw another female back there. Was that supposed to be Valeria? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Um, the universe clearly, there things are somewhat divided. They didn't really go into how this whole battle world thing works. Uh, but there are sections you don't go in. Like there's uh, one person that ends up being punished because there's several. There, there's houses, and all yes. these houses seem to be all ruled by one of the former villains or heroes. 
uh, from the Marvel Universe. So some of these people somehow survived, and it's almost like a medieval society, but they have technology. And when somebody does something bad, they get thrown over this wall, and behind this wall Into the are, shield. Into the shield, yes. And down there are Marvel zombies. So that's not all we saw. Did you also notice the Ultrons down there? Oh, yeah, you had to have noticed it because they, they drew attention to them. Oh, yeah. We talked about the AIs. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they were definitely showcasing them. It was right in the middle of that crowd of the zombies and everything. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... It, it's de- they're, they're trying to set something up there. Uh, I, I think that they could have done a little bit better job. Because, like I said, I shouldn't. It's okay to have a, a story jump or be, have something disjointed. Uh, when I have to stop reading and go back, check the cover, make sure it's not a battle world uh, spin off, one shot, something like that, to make sure I'm reading the right book, I don't think you've quite done your job. I would uh, agree, yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, they didn't really have to change the story. Even the. Uh, the, uh, the opening page where Marvel always recaps stuff, the recap was very sparse. Yeah. There's only a couple sentences, and if you'd thrown a couple more sentences in there just so I was sure I was reading the same comic book, um, I, I would have felt a little better. Uh, but, you know, what's interesting is I feel like, uh, obviously, they're, they're going to, I would hope they're going to explain things, but it, not a whole lot of it really makes sense. I, I felt like I was reading an Elseworlds. Yeah. You know? They literally just dropped us into the middle of it with no explanation. Yeah. And this one is all about a world... Like we said, that Doom's running, and his entire, basically, police force are Thors. Yeah. Plural. Multiple different Thors. And we follow around this, this one kid from one of the zones that who was just getting inducted into the battalion, I guess. Yeah, he's a new recruit. Uh, We're following his story. Would he be inducted into Thordom? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Now, who was the main Thor supposed to be? I noticed he had a big red beard. I, I'm not sure. Did you notice the, the metal arm? Didn't catch that. Which Odin's son has now in the comics. So I wasn't sure if he's supposed to be like our main Thor. Thor has a metal arm? Yes. What happened? You have not been reading the new Thor, have you? I don't read the new Thor. I don't read the You Thor. should. It's actually really cool. What? Uh, I mean, I know Thor. he wasn't Thor anymore. Did he get his arm ripped off or something? He got it cut off by Malekulith. Okay. So, uh... Did he just go to Bucky Barnes and say, hey, you got an extra one of those laying around? Actually, it's the arm from the Destroyer. Oh, they grafted right. it to him once he was no longer worthy to wield the hammer. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did not catch that. Uh, so, you know, it, it seems like uh, usually when comics or, or when television shows do uh, an episode like this, where they drop you in into something weird that you don't understand. They generally, by the end, even if it's a two-parter, they, they kind of give you a hint. You know, that, so you kind of can start to put together what's going on. I didn't feel like I got any of that in this issue at all. And I'm at wondering all. if that's how the entire series is going to go. Like, they're all going to be spotlights on the different areas in Battleworld. Well, I thought that's what the spinoffs were for. Are all I thought the, so, too. You know, I don't know why you do that in your main series. Right. And maybe that's a way for, like, this is what it's going to be. And maybe that's when it will lead to the spinoffs. But it's, what, an eight-issue limited series? Yeah, I believe so. And so if each one is going to highlight one of the domains, 
where does that leave for fulfilling the story? Yeah. Or did we get all of this one with, with Doomstat or whatever they're calling because of what happened at the end? And then they'd move on to a different zone. I, I suppose you could do that. But again, that's the purpose of the, the, the offshoots. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I will say this. Two issues in, I'm confused, but not nearly as confused as I am by Convergence. Not, not even a little. Um, I'm enjoying Secret Wars way more since I actually made it through two issues. And I am still half an issue into Convergence number zero. I have issues one through six as well. Haven't touched them. Haven't cared. You, you know, you really need to read those just so we can talk about them. Yeah, I know. So, well, just so we can sit here and like stare at each other blankly, actually. And have no idea what the yeah. fuck is going on. But again, thank you, Josh, for trying to clear it up for us. Yeah. Now, I that, do appreciate that. That man knows his DC history. Yeah, actually, yeah, that he did. Um, and especially when he, he was pulling names out that I've... That was holy crap. <laughs> yeah, he he knows his stuff, and he's he definitely tries to convert people. Even though he'll tr- he slyly tries to tell you that you know it's cool to like Marvel, he definitely will beat you over the head with DC stuff. He yeah. he lives and breathes DC comics. I don't know how much of it you caught because it's really not your scene, but you could just see the glow in his eyes when he starts talking DC. I remember having that glow when DC was good. Yeah, me too. I, I remember that. I remember looking forward to every issue of Batman. You know the last issue I looked forward to in Green Lantern was? What? 40, because I knew it was done. <laughs> oh, Did you even read the uh, the Parallax, Convergence? Halfway the through the first issue of that. That I'm actually kind of enjoying because it is the Kyle Rayner and Hale Jordan, I remember. Yeah. But then it gets into this lady with a cape and the grandma hair coming to fight them and I was just like yeah I have other things I need to do at the moment so I just haven't gone back to it man that's awful it is you know especially having both companies do such a weird event all at once uh, those uh, last days issues are starting to roll in though that we talked about before I saw that uh, and I still haven't picked any of them up <laughs> uh, I know Magneto came out last week uh, yeah because I, I was I was trying to go through and match up the numbers I found there's a, there's a, a Secret Wars uh, reading list that actually goes through all of them. Is there? Yeah, um, I'll have to check that out. I, it was a quick Google search because I, I wanted to see you know which which issues were. Because I mean, while I have a Alexis from one of the radio stations is a big comic book fan, and she comes with uh, one of the radio stations, and you know we talk uh, comics when she's there, and uh, she got me uh, kind of reading the new Magneto series, and I did like it. Uh, it's definitely a different take on the character. Uh, so I noticed when they. If, previewed the cover for you know the last days of magdino and all that so i'm like you know i'd like to see which which ones are doing this because i keep it i mean this past you know spite issue of spider-man you know it's like nothing's going on the world isn't ending so i'm kind of like wanted to figure out where that was all gonna take place right uh if this is an eight issue so that means it's gonna be two months long so july we're looking at when things should be starting to shake out yeah I don't know. It's a weird time to be a comic book fan. That's probably why we talked about wrestling so much. This yes. But, so you're not reading the new Thor at all. You Are you even peripherally aware of what's going on? I know there's a female Thor. I know that they announced uh, who she was you saw it. ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, they um, leaked the day before. I, you know, here's the, I'm not reading it because I have a problem with it. I've never read Thor. I've never liked the character that much. I like him as part of Avengers. Uh I believe having a, a Norse god named Thor with a father named Odin is very 
um, which was yeah, very, very you know, way back then, you know, thirties, forties, whatever. When when they based all the characters on existing mythologies, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they said, hey, you know, we we need a new character, and Stanley was like, hey, you know, let's do one based on North Norse mythology, and pretty much there you go. Nothing wrong with that. But that never interested me. I, I kind of like the the original characters, even if they they have some of those qualities. I mean, Thor is a, a direct, you know, pull from existing mythology. It'd be the same thing, and you know, probably the same reason I, I'm not a big, uh, you know, fan of you know Wonder Woman because that goes into all the Greek stuff with Zeus and Hera and all that. Uh, I'm just not interesting. I've read cool stories about those characters. Um, they they exist for me in a different form already. So right. Uh, it's not something I would normally just jump on. I mean, if you said, "Hey, check out this this six issue run of Thor," it was really good. I'd read it. I'm not gonna go and pick it up or anything, right? Or go that's, out of my way to check it out. That's what I've done on this one. Is I did pick it up because I was curious, spinning out of original sin and where it was going to go, and and it did. It's it's kept me. I mean, the whole who is she kind of thing. And now that that's that's over with. I don't know if I'm still going to be interested. Yeah, it was. It's it's been an interesting story, and they, the reveal they went with, I mean, it was it was kind of just in your face the whole time, and I was I really was hoping they were going a different way with it. Were were there any other candidates? There were many other candidates. Yeah. The way they were doing it, I mean, they were. Can we spoil it, or is the episode the issue have come out too soon? Even though know. USA Today or whatever already. Yeah, we can wait, dude. We spoil things here. That's true. Jane Foster is the new Thor. You might know Jane Foster from Natalie Portman's character in the movie. I do. Okay. See, Corbs is still here. So, basically, Natalie Portman is the new Thor. Although, this Jane Foster is also suffering from breast cancer. And when she's not Thor, she is dying. So, why doesn't she just stay Thor? Uh, that's probably going to be the question that's going to be answered next issue because the the way they ended this issue where they did the reveal, she goes back to Asgard because that's where she's been being treated for her cancers in Asgard. Throws the hammer away because apparently that's what she does. She throws it away and says, listen for my call to come back when I need you. And then she, she ends it with saying that basically being Thor is killing me and then she crumbles on the ground. That's how the issue ended. And I was really pissed about halfway through it because in Original Sin, this whole thing with him no longer being worthy, talking about the Odin son, the, the real Thor. That's kind of harsh, isn't it? The real Thor. <laughs> um, he lost his worthiness because Nick Fury whispered something in his ear. Did we ever find out what that is? No. And he was begging the new Thor to reveal her identity to him and he would tell Fury, I mean, he would tell what Fury had whispered to him. And just before he was going to do it, the person who he thought was the new Thor shows up and disrupts everything. I'm like, you fucking assholes. That's the one thing I need to know right now is what he said to him. And apparently Jason Aaron, who's the writer on this, has it planned out. He knows what was said and why it made him no longer worthy. They're not telling us. You look like you're about to fall asleep, sir. I'm not worthy. <laughs> it's amazing how he just shuts down when we go into this. Just something turns off. He's it's like, a defense Done. mechanism. <laughs> He's trying to combat the geekiness. He's hearing too much of it come in. 
You have you wonder. I can tune you out. <laughs> Apparently not too well. Not too well. <laughs> but going back to your Spider Man thing about how a lot of these issues aren't even touching upon it. Yeah. Moon Knight's the same way. Things are just carrying on. Just And it makes me wonder if kind of like when we went to the new fifty two, are there just gonna be parts of the universe that remain untouched? I know creators were given the option to ignore Secret Wars if they wanted to. Is that going to be the case here? Yeah, well, they're not going to tell us because they want us to pick up the issues to find out. Right. Um, well, I mean, they got Spider-Man has to touch on it because he's on that ship. You know, they yes. can't completely ignore it. I, I think maybe they just aren't they're wrapping up his story before they get into it. They'll probably do a last days uh, and then... Somewhere around the beginning of July. Yeah. Um, well, no, I mean, they've been, uh, they're almost, you know, reestablishing the status quo for Spider-Man right now anyway. Parker Industries has been destroyed. Um, I mean, he, he's going to end up right back where he was without any kind of big red reboot button. Um, if that's in, what they intend. Yeah, they've a lot of interesting stuff still happening. Still, Spider-Man's still a good book. I, I lost it, lost it somewhere along the way. It was one of them that just went by the wayside because it wasn't on the pull list. You know, for all the crap that Dan Slott gets, I and I'm not exactly a, a fanboy. I don't really know anything about him other than he's been writing Spider-Man for fucking ever now. <laughs> but um, you know, I mean, I've I've had times where I've I've kind of not liked the run on Batman or not like this or not like that. You know, you go through that. Uh, Josh was talking about that. How you can kind of go in and out with comic books. Still, everything Slott's done so far as Ron Spider-Man has been, if nothing else, interesting, even if I didn't quite understand what he was going for. And still now, I mean, the the biggest problem I have with his run on Spider-Man now is that I miss Superior Spider-Man. Do you think we might get him back after all is said and done? You know, I kind of feel like there's no way to do that without it... um, dragging something else down. I mean, you can't have two Spider-Men. You can have Spider-Man and Scarlet Spider or, um, you know, Kane or whatever. There's a way to do that, but I don't feel like you can actually have two Spider-Men. And that's what what he was. And if he's anything other than Superior Spider-Man, then it's really not the same character. Right, you're just rehashing, doing... Yeah. I I don't know if they could reinvent um, Otto as something else or a different kind of hero, but... But then if, if they do that, I mean, part of the thing that made his character so compelling is that he was his arch nemesis. That that was key to the story. Um, but I also don't think you can go back to him being, you know, Dr. Octopus and being a bad guy. So I, I kind of, I hate to say it, but unless they do a big reboot and we go back to, you know, the golden age of everything. Yeah, this never happened. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of feel like maybe uh, Otto is gone, you know, for good until, you know, they decide to, to recreate the universe. Or they need to use him in the next movie, so they'll need to bring him back into the comics. Oh, you know, they they can do that with the villains without change. It's really the heroes who they got to take care of the status quo. I don't necessarily... But oddly enough, they didn't with Cap. I was surprised to not see Steve Rogers back as Captain America in the comics when Avengers 2 came out. That surprised me. Well, that's good. They need to um, stop doing that because the comics shouldn't be held to the, the movie cycle. That puts a lot of constraints on creators. You know, people know that Steve Rogers is Captain America. You can make a movie about him, even if Falcon's Captain America in the comics right now. No one's going to say, what? That's not true to the comics. <laughs> well, Here's say. Yeah. Kill it with fire. <laughs> Sorry. 
speaking of uh, Avengers, uh, I picked up Disney Infinity 2.0 this week. Did you? I did. They're coming up with a 3.0. Yes. Yeah, I know. That's probably why it was only twenty nine ninety nine. Probably. I'm hoping that uh, if... Where did you find it for twenty nine ninety nine? Uh, Sam's Club. Okay. <laughs> I am kind of hoping... I gotta that go. <laughs> if nothing else... Because, I mean, I don't know what 3.0 is going to entail, but I know that usually the bases you can you can still use. And the characters will, will go forward as far as compatibility. I'm hoping that, I mean, maybe not the special missions or, or whatever. I've even delved into the game. The kids are playing it. But uh, I'm hoping that you can, because they're adding Star Wars, I'm hoping you can throw the Star Wars characters on there, at least for the toy box portion of it. Using the disc from 2? No. no. You will have to buy 3, but then you'll be able to put all of your characters into the toy box on 3. Are you talking about the, the game disc? Yes. You'll have game. to spend the $80 and get the new game. Can you buy just the game without the uh, the base and everything? Not unless nope. you can find it somewhere. Nope. Because like, the bases used, so basically. far have been forward compatible. Like you could use. Yeah, it's still the yeah. same hardware. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, speaking of when you're talking about going forward and backwards, when uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my son had this, the Skylanders. He is the uh, he's got every Skylander game. Well, not everyone. We don't have a Spyro's Adventure, but he's got the original Skylander, Giants, uh, Swap Force, Trap Team. He's got all three of them, and I he broke the Giants game, and he wanted to play it. It wouldn't load. I couldn't get to load because it was there was a chip right in the middle of it, and it just wouldn't it wouldn't load correctly. It wouldn't load up at all. So I I went to a couple of different stores. I won't mention stores on. And asked, I said, well, can you buy just the game without the portal? Like, no. And they told you, go fuck yourself. Pretty much. They said, you know, you might want to try, like, eBay or something like that. So, technically, you might be able to buy the game without it, but you still need, you do need the portal. Well, so, we have a portal. We have the portal. Yeah, but you, yeah, but to use the characters, all the characters, like 3.0 characters, you need the 3.0 portal, but you can use all the other characters on that portal. Gotcha. But I don't think that's the case with Infinity because it's yeah. literally the exact same. Because yeah, I know that you can. I don't know. On X, are you playing on Xbox? No, I have the I have the three. The PS3. three. Okay. So do I. Because this is what I read: is that the the base from the original game works is forward compatible on everything else, but it's not on Xbox. Like between Xbox and Xbox One, you need to have a brand new base. Oh fuck! If that's the case, I got the original. Disney Infinity. Yeah, so you just need to get the game. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I wouldn't mind paying 40 or 50 bucks just for the game and just buy the characters. And not have to have all the extra bullshit. Yeah, because I, no. I know when that first came out, it was pretty expensive. $80. Yeah, every time it goes out, it's 80 bucks. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're collecting the I Disney know. characters. Now, you know the reason I got it? It wasn't just the price. I mean, I've been looking at it. I was looking at it for Christmas and then Easter, and then my older kids got it for Christmas at their mom's house or, or something. Uh, and I've thought about it. We're going by... My wife's in the bathroom at Sam's Club, so I'm just taking, you know, the me and Avery. Avery's my three-year-old. We're going down that aisle because I always look at the movies and everything. And we go there, and she goes, Daddy, look, it's Hulk and Captain America and Iron Man and Black Widow and Hawk Guy. Hawk Guy, that's awesome. Because <laughs> it was the Avengers set. And yes. I was like, oh, my God, I love you, child. And I, her mom came out, and I'm like, I have to get this now. <laughs> and she picked out two more characters. She picked out... Uh, because Captain America's on the box, but he isn't in the set. I should have picked out Captain America and Baymax. Nice. Because we, we love Big Hero 6. Yes, fantastic movie. Um, My kids love that one, too. 
but she's trying to learn how to do dual analog sticks now. You know what's interesting? And I don't know if you played around with the uh, the toy box app for the uh, the the phones. I haven't on this. I've done it on my tablet. Okay, so then you know it's like pretty much the same game. Yeah. Uh, but you buy, you connect your Disney account. You buy the characters. If they're loaded on your account, they show up in your game. That is crazy. I can actually play the console version of the game on my phone using the characters that. We You've use. already bought. Yeah, yeah. That, that's insane. First of all, God, I love technology. We live in a great world. <laughs> Second part of that, Avery likes to uh, drive the cars. But the, uh, we, like I said, we've just started playing in the first world. Uh, I mean, the, the car, getting the car to the track is kind of difficult for her. So I sat down while I was taking my nightly dump on the toilet and created a racetrack for her, saved it from my phone, and the next day it was on our PlayStation that's 3. That's awesome. What a world we live in. Love it. That reminds me. I may have some duplicate power desks you can have. Really? Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Again, compelling stuff right there. Trading power desks. <laughs> how do you get power disks? I don't even they, know. There's, there's a little package. You like two or three in a package. And you don't know what you're getting? Nope. No. How That's much? changing with 3.0, though. I saw that. How, how much do they cost? Depends on if you get them on sale or not, but yeah, usually like, like five bucks for a pack of two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're pretty inexpensive. But I don't even know what they are. I mean, my son's got a couple of them for the original, and I don't know what they are. He may know. They do different things. Some of them, with the Marvel one, give you team-up characters. Um, some will change costumes on them. Yeah. There's a there's a power disc for Hulk that if you use it, it makes him the Gray Hulk. <laughs> um, Cap, you can get his Golden Age costume. Gamora has her modern costume. Um, I'm not sure what it does yet, but one of the rare discs, which I happened to pull out of a package and I was happy, the Infinity Gauntlet. Ooh. It doesn't show up on your character, which was a bummer, but it does something special. You um, just don't know what it is? I don't know. One of the new ones, there's a, a, there's a special pack you can buy at some of the video game stores that comes with, and you know what ones there are in it because it's a special pack. Um, the Avengers Assemble cartoon. Yeah. Falcon's costume from that. Okay. And Ms. Marvel is a team-up character. Does that mean you can use her in anything? I'm not sure. I haven't gotten that far into the game. I'm still stuck on the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. You know, I noticed that the characters are reasonably priced, but the the sets that have two characters, I don't want... 30 bucks, I think, is a little pricey. Because they come with the playset as well. Okay. Which you use the playset and like the Guardians one. That's all of the Guardians missions. You go to the kiln. You go to nowhere. You play all of their missions. Is there a lot their... of stuff in each one of those? They they go for a while. Yeah. There's there's a lot of content to it. Because we haven't gotten out of the first level of the Avengers Tower yet. But that's it's, just because yeah. the three year old was playing. Well, yeah. And I I did the same thing when I started playing. I bought the the Spider Man set because Nova was in yeah. the set and. You have to go through Oscorp, and I don't think I ever made it through before. I was like, all right, fuck this. I need to be Star-Lord now. So I had to switch and be Star-Lord, which I found out that in the Guardians set, if you get enough tokens, you can actually bring Nova into it. You can use Nova in the Guardians set. And that's a permanent change, right? Yes. Once you've unlocked him for it, you can always use them in your uh, playset. Speaking of Nova, my 10-year-old said to me yesterday... Because she watches the the uh, Spider-Man cartoon, and she was like, 
because we saw this out at Sam's Club, and she's like, I think Spider-Man looks stupid on there, but I love Nova. And then she started talking about how Nova's the coolest character on the Spider-Man show. And I hope that kid than, gets everything she wants in life. She, she said he's better than Iron Man. It's very true. I mean, that version of Nova, is, that's debatable. But I, I just thought you'd like that. I do. You know? I like that very much. So much that I had to steal uh, Jeff's comment to you from last time. The whole, I hope that kid gets everything they want in life. <laughs> that was a good comment. Yes. So, wow. that uh, The Disney Infinity talk, that's been, what, months in the making? We referenced it months ago. Yeah. And, and you never talked to come about back. it. Yeah. No. But, so then I went and did it for you. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, basically. That's how we were all here. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it usually I start something and you finish it? Sometimes. <laughs> Somebody's got to be the mastermind behind this stuff, right? <laughs> Behind the editor there? <laughs> One more time to get it in there. Thank you very much. I think from now on, whenever we mention Grant Morrison, I'm tacking attitude error on the end of that, too. <laughs> the Grant Morrison attitude error. There we go. <laughs> Preacher. Yes. I have to go back around to TV. The first picture came out from Preacher. They're already filming. Dominic Cooper and whoever the hell that kid is is playing Art's face. Um, Seth Rogen. Snapped a pic and put it on, I believe, on Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember which one of the two of them. And then the clapboard they're using that has old school preacher art on it, I believe. Didn't it? I didn't see the picture. Okay. Um, I saw it come up on my news feed. It was kind of a dark picture, so you really couldn't get a good look at Art's face. Or Custer, for that matter. But you have to take Seth Rogen's word that that's who they are. I just thought that would be interesting. Do we have a release date on that? Do they have they said when it's coming? I don't think so. That's too bad. A lot of stuff started filming. Um, Fear of the Walking Dead started filming. Nice. Um, okay, maybe not a lot of stuff. I'm trying to think. Something else started filming this week too. Uh, well, a lot of stuff came out, like you said, because of the upfronts. Yeah. Isn't Walking Dead starting? Isn't the actual Walking Dead starting to film too? They have to be at this point. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they don't have much. They don't have really have much time off. No. I know there was something about. Uh, they talked about the the Titan series. Starting to film in uh, the summer. Yeah. Uh, man, I really don't know about that. I'm interested because Hawk and Dove is going to be in it now, and I used to be a big fan of Hawk and Dove. But. I don't even think I get TNT anymore, so I don't know if I'll be watching it. I'm just wondering if... My fear is that the people making the show... uh, I'm sure the people that said, hey, I want to make a Titan show, like the creative force behind it, probably start off as fans of the source material. But with the studio coming in, I just fear that they have absolutely no idea what what it's about. Because I was thinking about this this morning in the shower, oddly enough. Uh, Adding all these extra characters... Adding people like Hawk and Dove who weren't mentored by anyone. Now, we don't even know if they're going to be able to say Nightwing used to be Batman's sidekick. They might not even be able to mention Batman or, or any of that. The thing about Teen Titans that made it such an interesting comic book is they were all the childhood sidekicks or kids or something of some big name star. And part of being part in a famous family is something they had to deal with. You know, uh, living up to expectations and all that kind of stuff. I'm. I get the feeling that this is just some cool characters they like the name of, and they're going to throw them together. Because I'm not reading anything about the series that that makes me feel like 
they're living in the shadow. Now, Paul might be about to tell me I'm wrong because he's got that. No, not at all. I'm I'm just checking news before we go in case there's any leap breaking stuff that we can discuss. Because, yeah, I'm not getting the feeling that the, the people making the show actually understand the concept of what Teen Titans are to begin with. They're taking it more of a Young Justice feel. Because, I mean, then you got into that era where it wasn't just the the sidekicks. And yeah. that's when they got into people like um, Hawk and Dove. And, okay, Impulse doesn't work because he was still a sidekick, technically. But they had the ancillary characters coming in okay. and filling it out. But again, like Barbara Gordon makes no sense. Yeah, that she doesn't belong there. She should be doing either her own show or well, a Birds of Prey again. I almost Very feel true. like I almost feel like this uh, is Birds of Prey round too. It does come off that way. Actually, it comes off as a new Fifty Two version of Birds of Prey. Because are we going to see Lady Blackhawk? So maybe they uh, that's what they're doing here. It started off as Titans and they just don't want to let it go. Because nobody wants to have bird, the words Birds of Prey attached to any TV show that they pitch to the networks these days. Well, that's just foolish because I loved that show, yeah. as we've touched on numerous times now. Yeah, so in, I'm just looking at everything that I'm seeing on this and I'm just wondering, you know. I mean, first of all, the choice of TNT was weird. Definitely. That uh, yeah. kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's not part of any universe that we're aware of. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a mess. I, that, that's that's what I think. I think this is going to be a mess. I think it will probably make Jack cry and not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Because he's such a big Nightwing fan. I almost call him Nighthawk. Wow. No, I was just saying, what would him crying in a good way be? Getting his phone back. Getting hugged by Kevin Smith (laughs) and not getting a restraining order slapped against him. Would he care about the restraining order, really? Probably not. Nope. (laughs) I can see Jack humping his leg. Yeah. And if he is, I'm going to excuse myself be like, I'm over at the bar. (laughs) Paul, we will see you when you get out of lockup. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we're not recording next week. Right. I'll be in lockup. I just had something that I... Oh, images coming out from Civil War already. I saw that stuff coming out this morning. I didn't catch the image, though. Uh, There's scenes from a funeral. Whose funeral? They're they're theorizing already just by who has shown up at the funeral that it's not going to be the funeral we think it's going to be. No? No, since the guy that we think it's going to be is a pallbearer. So it'll be the other big name. No. Because of what else is on the casket. What is on the casket? A British flag. I think we're finally going to see the death of Peggy Carter. Because think about how old she was in Winter Soldier. Jesus, you said that and I'm thinking Captain Britain. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Holy shit, Brian Braddock's going to be in there? (laughs) It's just because he was in Secret Wars, too. (laughs) That's that's super anticlimactic, but yes, okay. Sorry, um, but I mean, because as soon as you hear "funeral" in reference to Civil War, you think they're already filming the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've always thought that that maybe they couldn't pull off that death um, in the movies uh, the, and the make way. it work. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, definitely not. I mean, 
Yeah, Chris Evans is stepping away, but he didn't say I'm not going to be Captain America anymore. He's just saying, hey, I don't want to be making these Marvel movies 24-7. Um, he could step away. You could still have you know, Falcon come in and, and kind of take over. They're probably not going to make standalone Captain America movies after Civil War for a while. Probably not. They don't really need to for a yeah. while. They can keep moving forward with Avengers. You, and... you know, the kicker is, uh, the movies, I mean, Coulson aside, okay, uh, because, you know, he, he did have a very comic booky come back to life kind of death. But at least it was planned out. It wasn't, okay, we do it and then we, you know, do it retroactively. Um, in the movies, it's a lot harder to not let death stick. Only because, look at the way Captain America came back. I read that. I still don't understand what happened. Okay? Completely. Just like I, th- when Bruce Wayne came back, when for Batman died. Understand how he got there. Still don't quite understand how he became Doctor Who and traveled through time. You know, all, all the way back to the press. It, it wasn't like he got in a machine and it took him somewhere. It just kept happening. You know, which means Darkseid's, you know, Omega sanction really sucks. Because <laughs> right. it doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Uh, I don't really see how you can bring the Steve Rogers Captain America back in a believable way for the movie going audience. Because you're not going to be able to do it the way they did it. Oh, without a doubt. No, no, no. no, no. You're not, you can't, it's too complicated a story and doesn't make enough sense. Especially since Kevin... Feige, 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 the big wig at Marvel, yeah. the producer guy, Kevin F, not Kevin Fear. <laughs> uh, he says, and although we've heard this numerous times before, dead means dead in the MCU. So, I mean, that's kind of, if that's their stance now, that's, they would be writing themselves into a corner yeah. if they really off. Steve Rogers. Yeah, I kind of feel like you, you, considering it's in its infancy, there's a lot more stories to tell that he w- should be part of. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they if they want to milk this thing, they they've got to. If Disney wants to make the most money out of it, they've got to. We've got how many years? I mean, even though we're, we're dipping into stories that just happened a few years back, um, that doesn't. I mean, not like things have to be in chronological order. You can't have Captain America be around for the first three years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in real time, not literal time, and then be gone. Right. I agree. I think the only way you can do it is maybe if the ending does play out with the mind control like it's supposed to. But maybe he's critically injured and not killed. Maybe he ends up in a coma. Pulls a Nick Fury. Yes. Just, they take him off the board, which gives Sebastian Stan his chance to come in and do his thing. Oh, yeah. And I am all for that. Oh, without a doubt. I would love to see that happen. Just to see a whole different side of it, do a, a completely different take on the character. Yeah. Then again, though, you, I guess I hadn't thought about this in movie in real time because they take so long to make movies. I mean, Sebastian Stan taking over and doing three movies brings us into, I don't know, phase 22. I'm, I'm being <laughs> right. stupid here. But, I mean, yeah, that's that's like another 10 years. Yeah. And by then, they can Chris do... Evans can do Old Man Rogers. Yes. <laughs> that's where I was going with it. <laughs> Oh, Corbs is making out with the microphone now. I know. I am burning the whole mic. (laughs) What? You see your boy Kim Coates from Sons of Anarchy is starring in a new movie? Saw that. Officer Down or something like that? Yeah. I haven't had a chance to read up on that yet. When I saw that picture, it looked like X-Cop. Do you guys know what (laughs) X-Cop is? That's, I looked at him and I'm like, really? But I guess it's a different kind of cop thing. I don't I, I don't know any more. Than, than don't know more than that. It's like I said, the same thing. I saw a picture of it. 
That's all I got. Waiting, and I'm waiting on uh, South Paul to come out. Saw the preview for that at uh, Avengers, and wow, that's going to be a powerful movie. Yeah, it looks good. So, that's why. Where did that reference come from? Anything involved from somebody from Sons? Did I? Yes, it's a Sutter movie. It's a Kurt Sutter written movie. Jesus, seriously? It took me a second. Dude, the, the the Sutter that's your thing. Well, no, I understand that, but we, I talked about it like three episodes ago. And Southpaw? We d- I don't even remember discussing <laughs> Jesus Southpaw. Fucking Christ! Was I even here? <laughs> Are you here right now? <laughs> I'm here now. Yes. Yeah, it's a Kurt Sutter production. Looks like it's gonna be very good. Yep. You had to have seen it. They had to you know, I don't year. recall seeing... Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe. I might have zoned out. Boxing movie. I don't recall there being anything not genre-specific at the beginning of my movie. Hmm. Different previews of different movies? We're just, we're just yours. I saw it at Destiny. We're just yours. Shopping Town. There you go. Hmm. See. I could be wrong, though. I, I wouldn't have paid attention to it. You know? I would have snuggled up with my wife. Throwing a couple pieces of popcorn at or something like that until the good stuff came back. Actually, it looks like it's going to be really good. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it because it might be kind of a tearjerker with the whole family thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I tough. have this awesome ability to not give a shit about a movie no matter how good it is if it isn't something I'm interested in. So, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I really should have seen... what? Is, what is that one movie that I, I keep saying I want to see that's got... Like Jack Nicholson and Leonardo DiCaprio in it, and all the coke. the Departed. Yeah, I'm told that's an amazing movie. That's what I hear too. I haven't gotten around long to it as fuck. Is it? Yeah, I've seen it. It's good. I mean, they're right. It is a good movie, but if you don't have any interest in it, you're going to be like. Well, the funny thing is, I can get interested in that kind of stuff. I watched The Godfather's. I mean, it's occasionally I'll dip into other genres and really enjoy it. I just in, in a regular. Yeah, it's probably the same thing that keeps me uh, when I'm listening. You know, when I drive, I listen to audiobooks or Doctor Who audio dramas. One of the two. The audiobooks, a hundred percent of the time, are apocalyptic fiction. Almost a hundred percent of the time, zombie apocalyptic fiction. I don't know why. That's all I care to listen to while I'm driving. Not a bad thing. I need to load up on some audio material for my three-day trip to Buffalo that's coming up. Three days? Yeah, I'm going to be down there for three days. Not as in tomorrow, that oh. three-day trip. This is uh, end of May. I'll be down there. Um, so if there's any listeners or anything in that area or any comic shops that might want to talk a little Geek Pod business, let me know. Maybe I can come down in the evenings. We can line something up. What are you going down there for? Um... So work, 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 work related work. Okay. in the days, but in the evenings I have nothing going on. Two out of the three days. So where are you staying? In, I don't know. In Buff- in Buffalo. Dude, don't make me smack you. No idea where I'm staying. I wonder if you're staying like by like up by Niagara. Or there's a casino up in that area. Yeah, that would not be a good idea. <laughs> Is work paying for the hotel room? Yes. Party of Paul's. Yep. When are you going? I make sure you get those days End of off. The month. Twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth. How sober do you have to be in the mornings for this work-related stuff? Extremely, because <laughs> I'm I'm running training classes. Good for you. Yeah. Training, bitch. It's not going to be fun. Have you trained anybody? I have. It was not fun. Now you can train a whole group of people. Numerous times a day. Is it different classes or different yes. people? You're, tra- you're training, yeah, training on like a new system? I'll tell you about it off mic. I can't talk about too much of it. Damn it. Spill. As soon as you tell your story. All right. That's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) 
Got me there. And I think on that note, we might as well wrap this up. Sound good, gentlemen? Yeah, we're just missing one thing, Paul. What's that? Seems like there's a segment that we usually do at the end. What is that called? Um, what the? What, what, the, what why, are you talking about? Why there's food? No. Um, why there's food? There's food? I wasn't aware of that. To Mickey, what, 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 the, what? WTF file? That's what it is. <laughs> I, I, I knew I could do it. There you go. What about this week's WTF file, Paul? I don't know. You have something? I, I don't. Well, there's our what the fuck. No one has one. <laughs> nope. But we couldn't just ignore it. Yes, we can. That's my whole plan. I'll probably cut this whole part out, and we'll just ignore it. Really? Really? A- a- after that, that brilliant... <laughs> Segway into it that went yeah. nowhere, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's the well, problem. It's, it's allowed to go nowhere. It's the end of the show. It's going nowhere anyway. Yeah, we're going nowhere fast. Agreed. We just had to give them their moment. Yeah. They're clearly having fun. Yes. All right, then. Then I guess that is it for this week. Now, do we go right back to our normal one, or do you want to go out with your inspirational send-off? Which was my inspirational send-off? Oh, I remember what you're talking about, but... You don't remember exactly what was said? I don't remember exactly what was said. What did I say, Paul? I don't know, so we'll just go right back out with our typical. Megabite me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com. Hi, my name is Hugh Allen from the comedy podcast Geek Pod. And I'd like to talk to you about something today that's very close to my heart. Um, I would like to direct you to a Facebook page called Kindness for Kinley. Kinley Severson was born in December. She was born in Rochester uh, with only one lung, with her heart on the wrong side of her chest. Damage to her vertebrae and her esophagus did not reach her stomach. Uh, Lots of bad stuff, and she's a close friend of the family. Her mother is actually my wife's best friend. And the reason I'm doing this is because I have the platform to kind of get these things out there. There is going to be a charity auction, which you can find the links to on the Facebook page, Kindness for Kinley to raise money for the family. There is also a GoFundMe at www.gofundme.com GM. That's Gary Mary 68C as in Carl W. GM 68CW. The reason I'm saying this is there was recently a spot on TV in Rochester, which you can find on our Facebook page, where they interviewed Helen and uh, one of her friends and talked about the situation. What they didn't really get into is the details of why there's going to be an auction, so I'd like to let you know that. This is a family who's had a daughter in the NICU since she was born in December. Uh, That is an hour away from their home. One of the parents has to be there all of the time, an hour away. They also have three young children at home, only one of which is school age, and uh, her husband Jason is the only person that brings in money for the family because she stayed home with the kids. You can imagine he has missed a lot of work since then. And this is a long-term thing. This is going to go on six months, a year, maybe longer, and Kinley may have issues for her entire life. Uh, The family is struggling to get by, and I look around and I see things like we've crowdfunded a Pebble smartwatch and Super Troopers 2, and I think to myself, geez, I mean, there should be something we can do here. You know, this platform is the only thing I have, and I want to put it out there. I'll take a look at the page. You know, these are wonderful people a beautiful family and they need help now and if if we can 
if our job here is to only talk about comic books and we can't do any good in the world, then you know, what are we doing here? So please, check out Kindness for Kinley. Check out www.gofundme.com, GM68CW. Read the story. If you've got something you can contribute or something you can give to the auction or whatever, please do. You know, these people need our help. Let's be superheroes, guys.